Yes, people can be interested in new ideas when those ideas are expressed clearly and effectively. Welcome to the Research and Destroy podcast. Here's what we do. Step one, we take a subject. Step two, research the shit out of that subject. And step three, destroy the subject as we discuss what we found with your hosts, John, Adam, and Justin. Hello, I am Jonathan. I'm Adam. And this is Justin. And in today's John, you're an idiot. Was that, profe- was that, was that professional enough for you, you My dumbass? Is John- <laughs> you made it 10 <laughs> seconds in. Before the recording, I was like, hey, man, instead of doing all the usual nonsense around the names, just say your name. He's like, oh, I, I will. Like, um, what is it called? Uh, malicious compliance? <laughs> it was it was more sarcasm, I think, really. The yeah. worst. <clears throat> right, well, in today's episode, we are talking about cults. And uh, for those that don't know, as I always define the thing, uh, a lot of people would probably do and you're probably familiar with it, but it's a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular object. Now, I think uh, a lot of people have like a little wider definition of that. It's not always religious. It's not always veneration. It's not about a specific person. It's kind of like this group of people uh, that mm-hmm. kind of believe one thing and, and it's usually outside of the norms of society a little bit and kind of a little backstory to this subject, this topic is we actually started with, uh, what, what do we call it? Delusional groups. Delusional groups. Um, things like flat earthers that we kind of, you know, we brainstormed that. And then what we ended up kind of focusing in on a little bit. Cults. I would say we generalize it actually. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind going first if you guys want to, but I, uh, I wanted to talk about it cause I, I started doing research on delusional groups and then I found actually something uh, in parallel to that. I found but shared delusional disorder, oh. which which was where it started for me, and then I, which is basically when somebody has delusions, and then other people that are habitate with that cohabitate with that person or live with them for a long time end up also experiencing those delusions based on the first person's disorder. So it's like a it's a shared thing that happens like over time and long periods of time where they're like, I see this thing or. I believe in this thing. And there's and at the beginning, the other person is like, I don't believe in it. But after a long, long period of time, they start believing in it too. And it's like this mental thing that, hmm. uh, the, the first person has of, an order. I mean, I guess your thing will have that example. Mm-hmm. But is there like a popular, like the Manson family, like that kind of, cause that wasn't really a de- delusion, right? Maybe it's a very small cult. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe though, I think a lot of the cults though, do share this philosophy. Like the one that I will talk about has to do with that, where, People that were with this guy and with this other woman as well for a long time. Dude, if this eventually, is like off and Eva Hitler. <laughs> no, there's, please, there's this little no, cult please. called Nazis. God damn. Let this no. be Nazis. <laughs> no, no, no. So, yeah, so I, I looked at shared delusional disorder to begin with, and then it kind of transitioned into a cult thing. And then I think we decided from there that it was probably easier just to do uh, some some cults, or we had some better stories that we found from cults specifically yeah, than yeah, yeah, really. delusional groups. So, well, now I'm semi interested in your what you had originally were going to go with there. I'll briefly talk about it uh, when I go. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, that was, dude, I love the enthusiasm. Cool. Come on, professional John. I was actually uh, cool. cool. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan approves. Cool, etc. <laughs> um, I'm expressing interest. Would you like a business card? <laughs> oh, for so professional, I love it. Please, Adam, can I hear more? Yes. Mm. Proceed with your explanation. Uh, so, okay. Um, before we started researching, Adam, what did you think? I mean, I know it was delusional groups, but kind of like, what did you? What was the first thing you started besides 
that like you just kind of were looking up the origins of illusion maybe yeah um because i uh, besides the like the flat earther people that you were talking about i didn't really i couldn't really think of someone on top of my head that was a like a, de a delusional group i guess um I, I mean i know of like obviously some some cults not by name but um recent documentaries and things like that that i've seen on netflix and things like that um i and i i know of just delusions but i didn't really know where that line would be drawn between delusional groups and just like you know maybe like more religious groups or things like that because i think there's some overlap a little bit there um so i don't know i didn't know what i wanted to find i just some, you know, some might say yeah some might say a religion is just a, a cult group. by definition yeah as a delusional group so, so what what about you john when maybe. you first started looking into this topic what did you think well delusional groups is is a is a lot smaller than uh than cults so it was actually a little more difficult to research so i'm kind of glad we switched it to cults yeah, but that is why we're um limited. So like when you said delusional groups, first thing that comes into my mind is the most popular one nowadays is the flat earthers, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. popular. So that's the most, you know, I mean, and <clears throat> when we say they're delusional groups, we're automatically dismissing them, right? Because yeah. we all kind of, you know, well, this I round. Mean, so, but yeah. Could be flat. I guess, yeah, it, it, it's flat if you word your explanations the right way. Like anybody can say the earth is flat, but, you know, we have so much proof that says the otherwise. So it's just silly. But you ever anyways, see a picture of the globe? A what? The, uh, <laughs> you seen a 3D picture of a globe? <laughs> Do you ever see the thing on the Flat Earthers like Facebook page or whatever it is? It's like with members all around the globe. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. Like all it's around like the globe. All around yeah. the globe. Like members. So they call it a globe? <clears throat> or all around the world or something along those lines. Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, mm. I think they may actually. Yeah. But whatever it is. I feel is. like they know that like the Earth is round. I don't know. Is I there don't a trolling know aspect to them? Or? It's hard to know. Like yeah. I bet some members are. I feel like it started out as a troll, and then some people were like, "Well, actually, we can, we can, we don't technically have proof that it's round." I think so it's vice versa. I think people, like the beginning, people started thinking that was true, and then some people hopped down that were like, "As trolls, trolls." Oh, really? Um, that's my assumption. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. But mm, what did you think? What did you think, Justin? Oh, um, well, I kind of, I think I'm the one that put this idea on the list, and so I wanted to find that just believed in the world. The world existed in a way so different than I did. Mm -hmm. That's that's the kind of thing I was looking for. Um, and I think I found something that still matches that, but that is cult -y. Okay. <laughs> cult adjacent. Culty? Um, yeah, culty. <laughs> Ooh, don't so, say culty. It's... Ooh. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Cultaurus, is that? <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. I've never seen it. Uh, Adam, so <laughs> do you want to start today? Sure. Let's do it. So, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, I started going down the path of shared delusional disorder and what that meant. And that eventually led me to my eventual topic of my cult. So shared delusional disorder is the is a delusion that develops in someone who has a close relationship with a person with a pre-existing psychological condition. In, uh, so basically, person A has a psychological, psychological condition that they believe something is true that it isn't. Person B has no psychological condition. A person B has been attached to them for so long, either because they're a pair, a couple, or their brother and sister, or they've been locked in a house together for a very long time, or whatever, like, I'm just saying, like, sometimes that happens, and then person B sh begins to share that same delusion with person A. Like, the brain is, like, adapted to take in that information that they're being fed and believe it. Like, so, like, Stockholm's. Uh, yeah, I think that there's, I think that's probably a, a specific case of that, I think. Okay. Uh, so Stockholm yeah, Syndrome a... being where there's a captor and a captee, and the... Eventually, the, the, the person that's being captive identifies with... Oh, uh, Okay. Right mm -hmm. now, I mean, there's, yeah, that, that's got yeah. a deeper definition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting because 
you wouldn't think, I, I don't know. I, I guess initially I wouldn't think that that would be a truth like that. You could somehow share that without your own mental disorder, but I guess the brain's a mysterious organ. I think you start, you know, I mean, if they're, if they just believe it, but they're not, expect, then you probably, that doesn't happen. But if like, mm-hmm. you know, me and my wife and I think like, oh, okay, there, I can't think of a good example of a, like, what's an example? So the one that I'll go into in a briefly a little bit Taylor is that you think that you are like maybe the reincarnation of Jesus or something. I was going to say, well, okay, when, when, when you are talking about this, Adam, I think of like, um, I don't watch these shows ever, but like hoarders, mm-hmm. when they have like, mm-hmm. it's like there's one hoarder and then there's somebody living there and mm-hmm. the hoarder has the condition, but the person living there, person B, I guess in your case is like, I don't, I don't see what the problem is. She just, she has to save that newspaper from 1974. You know what I mean? Like most uh, hoarders live by themselves. On the- Is that so? I find that to be okay. I'm Sometimes they have families, family. I think. Yeah, sometimes they have family members or kids or whatever. Have you seen uh, this thing that's like going across Marie Kondo? Yeah. It's like this Asian woman, Japanese woman that has like a – she comes up and basically she's called tidying up and she comes and basically teaches you how to evaluate your stuff and get rid of declutter. Minimalize and pare down. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. and and she's kind of got this method to – and Mm -hmm. these people are like – on hoarders, there's like – it's a pile of 15 dead cats underneath a bunch of Burger King. Yeah, like that's how gross it is. Pyramid of shit coming out of the who'd, toilet. Who would order? Flushing, yeah. Who would right. order a dead cat at Burger King, anyways? I mean, like they'd have a set. They'd have like a. That's <laughs> all they serve, man. Yeah, basically. But, but it's got grill marks on it, so mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, frame flame. The other. <laughs> it's got grill marks. Uh, grill, so, but like on hoarders, like you'll go in like in their spare bathroom. That's where they just throw all of their like seriously all their Burger King trash. And it's just yeah. piled around the trash can. They could start it where it yeah. started in the trash can. It overflowed on that because they didn't change it. And then it's literally everything but the toilet is the garbage from Burger King. Yeah. That's hoarders. Well, yeah. technically, there's some garbage in the toilets from Burger King, too, if you think about it. But, uh... There's a cat. Yeah. There's a... <laughs> there is a... Um, there's it's actually a pretty good... <laughs> a cat can talk. No, you're delusional. Oh, there's a... Um... That's the delusion. That's the delusion. <laughs> The hoarding not thing, the hoarding I'm not, I'm shit, not a supportive yeah. of the, the hoarding. But I, I don't think that the ho- hoarding the is a delusion. <laughs> hoarding is kind of like a compulsive thing that's not necessarily delusional. Yeah, like yeah, you're, you just believe that you need the but stuff. But John's saying you, the person, yeah, can kind of fall into the trap. Yeah, but it's that's not a compulsion for them because they're not wanting to keep this stuff, but somehow have convinced themselves it's not a problem. But that might that may so, not be the delusion. You don't think that counts? The, the only other, know. the only well, I was thinking of when Adam was talking about it. There's a um a documentary, and actually I think uh, okay, I'll just explain it. The documentary is on um one of what was John F. Kennedy's uh, wife, um, Martha. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is pre-podcast funny. How dare you make a reference to it? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to that. John Jackie. F. Kennedy's wife is Jackie Kennedy, and yeah. uh, she had like a cousin um, who lived like in um, I want to say Long Island or or the Cape or one of those rich people areas up there. And she like lived in like seclusion all by herself with like her daughter. And she kind of had money, but didn't have money. But she had this like belief that she would one day be like a, a movie star type of a thing. She was. Kind of crazy, and her house like Wait. like went to ta- was oh, like oh, tattered. What is it called? Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? It's the, they made the uh, documentary now they made, made a f- joke of it. They did make fun of it, oh, yeah, uh, because she is she's she's completely delusional. Yes, and her daughter is there with her, and her daughter is like in the delusion with like her, like an adult daughter. Yes, they're like yeah. two old ladies they, basically. They oh. live in this like mansion, like on like the. But it's uh, dilapidated. It's oh, it's terrible. They they kept it in terrible shape, and there was like garbage and cats everywhere and everything. So. But that's what I think of when Adam talks about this delusion. Gray Gardens. Gray Gardens, yeah. Gray Gardens. Hmm. Uh, it's it's a cousin of like 
Jackie Kennedy's. And like, I think they made a movie about it and Drew Barrymore is in it actually. So, um, can you do a but... Drew Barrymore impression? <laughs> okay. To be fair, yeah. this is kind of something they did on Saturday Night Live, but oh, she goes, okay. it's so magical. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember this dude. The, if have you have you ever seen the show documentary now, it's got Bill yeah. Hader and Fred Armisen. Mm-mm. Dude, it is the the first episode is Grey Gardens. Mm. It is, it is the, the first episode. Yeah, it's the it's only I think I've only seen one or two. It's the fun. They make fun of documentaries, and it's it's very like subversive. I guess you would say, right? Yeah, like watch it. you have to be like a person who likes documentaries and then likes Fred Armisen and Bill Hader's humor. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally Anyways, Adam, yeah, so I do too. Yeah. Going from I like uh, it too. Yeah, so I guess maybe I mean maybe you're right. Maybe that I, I don't know enough about it to to consider that if it's the same thing. But I think it's, there's probably some shared delusion there. It's my assumption based on what you described. So when I was doing research there, I found uh, a link uh, to a cult that is based around a one and a, even more than that hand uh, handful of shared delusions regarding one guy. And the cult that I will be talking about is known as Heaven's Gate. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Now that we've recorded our opinions, I, I think we should investigate to find out whether or not our opinions are based on good reasons. You guys heard about Heaven's Gate? It happened in the right. It's the the night the uh, comet thing. There was a yeah. There was a comet involved. Yeah. I have a vague memory of it. It's yeah. My can I should I tell you or do you want me to blow? Sure. Over? Okay. So yeah, there was, go for it. There was a comet called Hale Bop. Yeah. And it was going to come past Earth. I don't remember how frequently, but they thought there was an alien spaceship that was basically going to come take them away to heaven. Mm-hmm. And so they committed rich group suicide. Ascend mm-hmm. to oh, all, dr- all dress the same, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they still yeah. have an active website. Yes. Well, the comet <laughs> does come around every few it's years. It's amazing. So, I know. guarantee you it hasn't updated since the 90s. <laughs> well, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert. No one's maintaining it now that they're dead, as far as I know. But it is it is a classic website. Uh, it is disgusting looking. It has pop-up on the top. It's just like... Yes. <laughs> it's terrible. Dude, but yeah, Comic that's, Sans font. Yeah. Oh. That's the end. That's the end of what happens. But the, the, okay, yeah, the yeah. Background so, stories. Yeah, whoa. That's that's this is memento right here. <laughs> yeah, this is memento. Let's memento it backwards. You guys have your quills that you can ink your arms and knees. Yeah. Um, do you guys like that movie or Oh I do, yeah. All right, good. So Quentin, we're in shared opinion about Quentin, a movie. Quentin Tarantino uh, asynchronous. Uh yeah, okay. That's Christopher Nolan, yeah. right? Make yeah, it's Christopher Nolan. That, yeah. I think you're right, yeah. Yep. Real indirected. <laughs> so never, I've never seen it. <laughs> what? No, Seriously? he's seen it. He's yeah, I've seen never it. seen it. Oh, really? Yeah, I've never seen it. Dude, I just, wow. It's one of those, like, I know I need to watch it, but I haven't. And I yeah. know the, the gist that it's out of order. For sure, yeah. watch it. Yeah, For I sure, know. watch it. I know. Yeah, it's really good. Anyway, I totally enough should. about that. So I will, I'm going to talk. That's the ending. Shut up, Justin. <laughs> but the, <laughs> Sorry. The, the lead up and the, the guy, the, the main guy involved is who I'm mostly going to be talking about, the, the main cult figure. The cult leader. So, yeah, cult leader. So Heaven's Gate is the name it was adopted like near the end of its life. This guy that uh, basically was the one running it until its ending in the 90s was just a character. I have to talk about him. Okay, like so zany character. His name is uh, yeah. So so first of all, before I get into it too, there is a there's a sequence of videos they made from the like the late 80s and early 90s that they were using like uh, just like camera. It's real awkward, and it's this guy, and sometimes it's some other students, and he talks to you for like an hour about their philosophy and stuff, and it is just this old like VHS tape, and it's like this terrible purple background with this like it's almost like um. 
uh, Twin Peaks when they go up to the crazy like heavenly place, whatever, with like there's red and black yeah, and white floors, dancing. and it's like kind of like that. So it's real bizarre, and the guy is like so adamant, and he believes it so much. I watched the entire fucking last video. It was like an hour and ten minutes. I watched all of it, and it was like, I when I was watching, I was like, this guy, like, was giving me kind of chills because he (laughs) was like so. (laughs) So guys, I just want to tell you, I'm in the '90s. I'm like Adam. What are you doing with the Nikes on? No. I'm gonna have to join Justin in the uh, the whole like that's a thing I've never seen, but I should see it. Twin Peaks. It's cool. yeah, Ooh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like I like I liked it a lot more than I thought I would, but it's 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 also kind of kind of campy, kind of culty uh, people that like it. But it's it's, it's just weird, a it's a wacky it's, show. Yeah. Wacky. It's wacky. So Subversive. this guy, this guy's name is Marshall Applewhite. Marshall Herf Applewhite Jr. <laughs> Yeah, that's a guy. Right. That's a guy I could follow. The, the name was so good the first time he had to give it to his son too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's saying so junior. He, uh, is that why? Junior. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> this guy was born in, in 1931, uh, oh. and he lived through the suicide in 1997. Wait, he so, did? No, he he lived up till his suicide in 1997. Yeah, I don't think you can live through a suicide as far as. I thought yeah. that's what you said. Like he survived. As Maybe he's called the suicide. He might be up on a planet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. So this this guy, <laughs> Adam's delusional. I'm, I'm getting delusional now. So the, so this guy. This is how it started. So back in the day, he Applewhite. This is his name, uh, Marshall Applewhite. He moved to New York City to uh, launch a professional singing career. Uh, he finished his education in Colorado. He wanted to be a singer. He he taught at the University of Alabama, and he lost his position there after he pursued a sexual relationship with a male student. He was heavily religious up to this point. He was brought up very heavily Christian. Nice. And he, yeah, so the religion didn't like that. Uh, his wife didn't like that. Oh, yeah, I could see that being a conflict. Yep, <laughs> yep that was a problem. Source of conflict yeah. in the marriage. Yeah, that was a problem. That was one of the first problems. He, uh, they separated when uh, she learned of the affair is that in a euphemism for, is Heaven's Gate a euphemism? Wait, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out. That's the foreshadowing, I think. <laughs> that's the for, it's just a foreshadowing in this for sure. <laughs> So that was in 65. In uh, in 72, he met a woman named Bonnie Nettles, who was a big influence on his life in the cult. So she was a nurse. She had an interest in theosophy and biblical prophecy. And they met at circumstances we don't people don't know of. What do you and mean? the two they, they don't that? know how they met exactly. But me. No, there's no evidence to show like and they haven't said how they met originally. But if they you major in theosophy, time. you still have student loans you're paying back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure well, that's why the theosophy factory closed down downtown. <laughs> <laughs> All the jobs dried up. Really affected the town. Yeah. So they, they became uh, quickly became close friends, and they later recall, like he later recalled that he had thought he'd known her for a long time. Mm, okay. And uh, he thinks he said that they met in a past life. Here we go. Cool. So. He t- she told him he called that- me a cynical <laughs> asshole earlier I just want to point out that you're oh, accepting all of this as fact go. now yeah <laughs> just like yes okay I get it yeah makes sense yes former life yeah it's completely mm. believable yes uh, yes yes this part you Jasmine he met her in a past life <laughs> yeah I, I, I used to be Marshall Apple White Jr. <laughs> it's weird our lives overlapped but or I used to be Marshall Applewhite Sr. <laughs> Oh, his daddy. That's Ooh, cool. Don't say daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm taking notes. Keep going. So she told uh, she told them their meeting had been foretold to her by extraterrestrials. 
and persuaded him to uh, that he had a divine assignment. How I wooed my wife. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is this is all the fact. So by that time, he uh, he he was looking around different religions. They were they were all like open to like they knew a lot about uh, religions and different types of uh, religious structures, and they were both really into it. And they both kind of over the years kind of came up with their own version, mixing and matching pieces of religions into the, what they believed. Um, and okay. were they together? So. No, they weren't together together. They weren't sexually together, but they did begin living together and having like a platonic relationship that he says is like what he's wanted his whole life. Well, so, what he wanted his whole life was to bang that dude. Right. <laughs> I think that's probably true. It's too late for that now, though. He, uh, wow. So it wasn't a sexual relationship, but they lived together for a while. They he became close. She had a husband who she ended up having a divorce because they were living together. Like she moved. Yeah, Bonnie That's Nettles. A name, by the way. Bonnie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> B Nettles jumped out of the relationship to to chill with the Apple That's White. A pop name, yeah. <laughs> he got his music career going finally. She went by Queen B for short. Queen B. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, Queen that's B. pretty good. Queen, Queen B and Apple White. Oh boy. <laughs> Queen Bee and the Apple permanently. So she Apple White permanently broke off with his family as well. Like he had kids. He Damn. permanently like divorced and broke up, broke from them. She divorced her husband. And they live together. Uh, no, not sexual. Yeah, I think they are. I, I don't know much about them Oof. though. So I'm gonna guess they're probably pretty screwed up. I would imagine. Maybe. Actually, there's a there's actually a tidbit. I think at the very very end about one of the kids from right, what so I remember. Can I ask so, you a question? so essentially, he sure. when was he in Alabama? Uh, in the 60s. Okay, so uh, in the 60s, he had this uh, attempted affair, or maybe he did have an affair with this man. Yep. And mm-hmm. then he got a divorce, or he was stayed with his wife for that time. After that. for th- three years later, he got a divorce from his wife. His oh, wife okay. found out, and it was like a long divorce. Yeah. Okay. So then he got a divorce. Then he met at some point. He had met in real life. He met B. Nettle. Early seventies. Yeah. Yeah. But like B-Nettle. they're claiming some mysterious magic way they met, but in reality they met in the seventies. Lived together. He, yeah. And, yes, that, and that's exactly. where we are right now. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just the, I it, no. I it's good. Yep. They lived together for a while, and they just started talking about stuff. And this is where a lot of the, the ideas started spurning. So they traveled a lot. They traveled around in like vans and they didn't have a lot of money and went from here to there. They sometimes they just eat just bread for a while in their van. They didn't pay lodging bills. Well, uh, why would they? Yeah. I mean, well, it's true. So they wrote a, they eventually wrote a pamphlet together that described Jesus's reincarnation as a Texan, which was a thinly veiled reference Wait, to as him a what? as a Texan, like from Texas. <laughs> Yeah, and it was basically pointing to it was basically pointing to Applewhite. Like it was, it wasn't saying his name, but it was like talking about basically yeah. like the pamphlet was by him. So he started believing that he was reincarnated Jesus. Cool. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. So they uh, As a they, they they walked around together. They tra- they traveled around and they called themselves the two or the UFO two. Oh okay. boy! For some reason, the names they pick for these things do, okay. don't make any sense. Do so this the, is the first. Well, that one makes sense. There's two. The UFO two. Okay, well, that's because of <laughs> like, that, I was gonna say that that came out of left field. Like I, I always. Well, believed, but wasn't she talking about dude? extraterrestrials? She, she said that, that she had brought come down as a like a spirit in that body to give her him an assignment from an extraterrestrial. All right, so they've so they're the UFO were two. Talking about UFO stuff. Yeah, a little bit like <laughs> alien stuff in a different way than the seventies out of aliens. You know, there are yeah, people true. who think nowadays that there. Are, so there's been a. Um, uh, a decline in UFO sightings in recent years, and they think it's mm. because more people are looking down at their phones. <laughs> what? That's I'm just telling you what sad people for think. a number of reasons. Yes, I know. Like, first of all, we are looking at down at our phones too much, 
and yeah. we're not looking up at the sky. But also, eh, is that really the cause of the less? Sounds, like sounds like a joke. That sounds like a joke because of all the. Well, okay, yeah. so a UFO does not mean an alien spaceship. A UFO literally means an unidentified flying object. So, like, they just say, "Hey, I yeah. saw a thing. I don't know what it was." That's a UFO yeah. sighting. Yeah, yeah. I could see an airplane and be like, oh, I don't... Is that an airplane? It's hard to tell. The lights are blinking in a weird way. Yeah. UFO. Technically, all airplanes are UFOs, if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> well... Like, you don't I'm, know it's a plane. Okay, they're UFOs it. to me. Well, I know it's a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what fucking plane it is. Is that a plane? Oh, it's a text. All right. Oh. Uh, I guess I'll never know. <laughs> it's a text. Ooh, Hold Snapchat. on, is that a plane? <laughs> Just down at my phone. When the screen goes black, I can see a reflection of the plane in the sky. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Put the phone down for a minute, Justin. So the UFO 2 are traveling the, 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 the United States. States. Here they come. They, they believe that they would be killed and uh, they would be killed and then restored to life, transported onto a spaceship initially. So that's the basis. The beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, this is going to evolve. So this is how the this Justice be... League forms. This is BBS. <laughs> It, it, yeah, this is the, this is the, the beginning tidbits of the story. So they they referred to this event as the demonstration, which was to p- prove their claims and then hopefully be thrown up to a spaceship. A lot of people didn't believe it. They thought it was garbage. I don't know why. Why, why do they want to be on the spaceship? Why do they want to be? So yes. where is it going? They space, they he, he believes like kind of eventually. <laughs> duh, space. Outer space. It, That's it, fair. No, so, so he believes the, yeah. that there is a like a human uh, plane, and then there's this above plane, which is kind of like gods-ish, but they're, they're physical bodies and or spiritual bodies, and that the only way that you can ascend to that is if somebody somebody inhabits a human body from above and then invites you with certain ways of doing it and following the steps and procedures to come with me, I will let show you the way, like you do the paperwork. and then you can ascend back up to that. Yeah, there's a lot of paperwork Jeez. involved. So wait, uh, but how did he like? Did he just paperwork? Okay, did he just make? Well, <laughs> it's the '70s. They don't have computers. Though. Yeah, that makes sense. Not, yeah. <clears throat> why? Um, like they have to sign it in triplicate because it's got the carbon copy. <laughs> um, the three thousand page fax. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it! Uh, why? You have to slide your you have to slide your credit card to get on, but it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, that makes an impression of it. <laughs> The scam is very high. So why is where did he come up with that idea? Like the that that concept? Did he just make it up? Um, she she basically told him that she was uh, a body and ha- was was inhabited by a spirit oh, from so one of the aliens. He's like, oh, so okay. she made it up, and he was like, this makes sense. So the idea is that he is joining her shared delusion over the years. Oh, huh. So he's not the guy. No, she's the she's guy. The, she's the guy. <laughs> But he is though, right? Like he eventually is the leader of the cult. He eventually spoiler. is. Spoiler alert: He eventually is based oh, on the sheer delusion. Spo- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I we hope they all part. turn out okay. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm on the edge of my seat here, biting my nails. Right, here they come. Here they come. So, <laughs> so uh, in in '74, Applewhite, the guy, he was arrested because he didn't return a car he rented in Missouri. And he was brought to St. Louis and jailed for six months. For and in that time, what's up? For like Grand Theft Auto? For quarter, yeah, for Grand Theft Auto, basically. Oh. Yeah. So at that time, he, he thought that he had been divinely authorized to keep the car. Well, that's not. Which. Okay. That's who knows? Maybe that that's true. Maybe, maybe that's true. So it's he, not on any of the three carbon copies that are underneath the yeah. sheet of paper he signed with the rental <laughs> company. Yeah. So. That's just to get into heaven. Yeah. And car, you got to. That's a whole nother problem. Yeah. So when he was in jail, he 
thought a lot about theology, and he at that point in time is when he transitioned to remove the idea of kind of a lot of occult topics and was in favor of extraterrestrials and evolution. A lot what of he calls what evolution. topics? Uh, the occult. Oh, occult. Topics. Like, so it's occult. not so mystical, it's more... It's less o mysticism and more aliens and evolution. O-C-C-U-L-T, not yeah, yeah. A-space-C-U-L-T. Correct, C -U -L -T. occult. Yeah. Right, okay. yeah. that's why I was confused. Yeah. Right, mm -hmm. so six months in jail, he, he changed his ways a little bit. He had a little time to think. <laughs> Most people find Jesus. <laughs> Most people find Jesus. He found aliens. He this threw Jesus. Found, yeah. Yeah. He turned out to think that he was Jesus. So here we go. So after Applewhite's release, uh, he and Nettles, uh, Binet, resolved to contact the extraterrestrials and they sought, they sought like-minded followers. So they began accumulating people together while traveling around. Nice. They had advertisements and pamphlets and whatever. Yeah, so, I've heard. yeah uh -huh. the, pamphlets are, the pamphlets are great. So they sought people that for an experiment initially. They claimed that those who agreed to take part in the experiment would be brought to a higher evolutionary level. So at this it's point... Good, it's good advertising. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's the, one of the one of the things we'll talk we'll touch on is that one of the big reasons people think that this cult was so successful is that he talked in like realistic terms and real words. Like I don't want to get too political, but you know what I mean. Like he talked like to people without making it sound like it was super religious, like from the Bible, where a lot of the stuff gets lost on people. He made it seem like very just simple and straightforward, yeah, and so people and a good communicator about this weird. Exactly. Exactly. He's the Donald Trump of cult leaders. Well, there you go. Now you spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, he just said I don't want to get too political. <laughs> You're like, hey, what is this hot button I'm about to press? <laughs> ooh, ooh, hot, hot, hot. hot yeah. Is that a grilled cat? What is this? Uh, so, I mean, he, that's, you know, he, uh, I, I want to give you a little bit. That's a John. Grilled cats? Yeah. Whoa. Right, ooh, going. he teased it. Snazzy. So he, 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 ooh, oh, no, no. he and Nettles referred to themselves as guinea and pig initially. Eh. Wait, what? Say that again? He, who did? So he referred to himself at this point in time as Guinea, yeah. and she referred to herself as Pig. Isn't that a racist term for Italian people? Pig Guinea? Adam? <laughs> oh, for, oh, Guinea? Yeah, Guinea like is. Pig yeah. for cops? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, Pig is for cops. Guinea is for Italian people is what I, I think it is, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. racial slurs, yeah. you know, John? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you, you, you no. baited me. You I baited know. me. Oh, I'm a master. So they... You made a terrible. You're a master baiter. All right, so Adam, they, they, sorry. they didn't talk with their people very much. They kind of grabbed them and they kept on traveling and, and selling their, their schlock. They kept on going around. They yeah. didn't really have a lot of communication with their subordinates. So at this point in time, they initially named their organization the Anonymous Sexaholics Celibate Church. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as the ACC, ASCS. Yeah, the ASCC. The ASCC. Good the ask. Yeah. All right, nailed it. Ask. <laughs> the anonymous sexaholics celibate church. Yeah. So yeah. it's like that is the cool. What a fucking genius! It's not bad. You know what I find amongst He's cults is that yeah, a lot of hot buttons. The yeah. Cult leaders typically, if there is one shared thing amongst all of them, they are out to get laid. I mean, I hate to be crass, I but think, pretty much they always get laid. Yeah, I think what it is is power. Sure, but I mean, mm -hmm. they're not—they're not saying no to the sex. You know what I mean, right? Like, well, it's, hold that thought. Oh, oh, oh! oh, 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 oh. church. This gonna be. This is. There's gonna be a jump ahead where this is gonna come all. So he, like at it. this point in time, they called that that begin, beginning because he, I'm pretty sure he was gay. Obviously, from what oh, yeah. happened earlier, right? And then he made this because he thought that. He thought that <laughs> he thinks that sexuality is is not necessarily a good thing. 
And he also believes that the beings above humans have the ability to create people without people procreating. Yeah, just progenating. So, yeah. So he thinks that it's, like, not important and we shouldn't really even really be doing it. And eventually, well, I'm touch, touch on it later, but stuff happens with it later on, too. So he's like, don't have sex. It's bad for you. Okay. Since the celibate church. Celibate church. The right, sexaholic right, celibate church. So soon after, though... The name did change, unfortunately, to be known as the Human Individual Metamorphosis, the Him. Okay. <laughs> Not making this up. Not making. This now up. he's getting laid. Yeah. Now he's yeah, left and right. Yeah. He's yeah. like, you guys, why am I not getting laid? Oh, our name. <laughs> what a terrible name. Not really think this. Though. Wait, what does celibate mean? <laughs> oh no. Dictionary.com. Wait, there's no internet yet. There's no internet. Yeah, it's true. He didn't know. Uh, Nobody knew. Weird world. So, they believed in ancient astronaut hypotheosis, which claims that extraterrestrials visited humanity in the past and placed humans on Earth and would return to collect the select few. Okay. Stargate. Some of the stuff, he, he, he uses some of the terms <laughs> and thinks that some of the Go terms sad. are real from Star Trek. <laughs> yes. Oh, from Star Trek. Yes. Well, I mean, but like, you yeah. know. It was a popular show in the late 60s, yeah, early 70s. Created by who? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, no, that's, uh, that's Scientology. Oh, uh, uh, Carl Sagan? No, that's Cosmos. Uh, uh, Gene Roddenberry. Oh, yeah. I got that. I, I snagged that. I didn't even look that even, up. I've never even heard that name in my life. Gene Roddenberry, the creator of Star Trek. Yeah, You're right. Like, You're absolutely right. So they sent advertisements to groups. Applewhite and Nettles sent advertisements to groups in California, and they were invited to speak at a couple different places through the 70s. They, pers- they persuaded about 50 followers in one of the bigger ones to follow them. They also focused around college campuses they uh they saw some people like 30 40 people here and there so they, get, they ended up getting a following like on the west coast over the next in the mid 70s okay. so, in the 70s basically wow. okay. yeah in the 70s correct so they they by 1975 new nicknames all right they all the ones were were out they had to reinvent themselves applewhite and nettles from guinea and pig yep yeah. they're now um taking on the names bow and peep together cuz they're <laughs> they're shepherding some flocks of people <laughs> What are they, a morning radio show? What the I'm hell is both. this? And I'm deep. Yeah. Oh, so I wouldn't expect that. <laughs> to have In the morning. Good lord. So they ended up still doing traveling. <laughs> so members oh, members of, are terrible. Like, they're really bad. awful. Yeah. I know. They're all terrible. Like, they're not Martha. cool. They're not catchy. They're, nope. like, really stupid. I know. <laughs> I know. Trust me, I know. So I members know. Uh, <laughs> members of the group were instructed to renounce their friends, family, media, drugs, alcohol, jewelry, facial hair, and sexuality. Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Say what? That's it? Okay. Wait, so like, but you don't hit them with that day one. You're not I like, hey, so. like at the rally no, when you're like it's... just getting new members, you're like, also, you yeah. have to give up this, 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 and you're like, not my precious mustache. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the 70s the trying to sell people on no drugs and no alcohol and sex. no mustaches and you're like yeah. yeah but you get to get on a spaceship people are like sign me up well yeah and you're jesus right mm-hmm. no i'm umbo that's pete again, again where's the spaceship going heaven basically. they don't say that oh. so it's it's the spaceship yeah. is like yeah it's like the next level like 
and I think it just takes you to the next level. But you, you're kind of your soul and or body is being invited to that next level. Right. Essentially, them. the aliens aboard the ship have the the next level those, of evolution. Those aliens, quote unquote, are like the next level people above humans like in evolution. Transcended humans that have come back yeah. to like mm-hmm. already some exactly. people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you're getting it. So well, I'm just taking notes because I'm starting my. Own. Yeah, take some notes. This is how you He's do it. He's also shaving for some reason. What the hell? <laughs> right now. I'm live on the show. So in, in 76, a year later, they changed their names again. This time, Applewhite went and, and Nettles were going by Doe is Applewhite's name. And T, D-O and T-I are now Do, their names. Doe and T? I don't know. Like of, uh, like, a, like of notes? Like musical notes? I guess. I guess actually that's that makes, like, I didn't know what it was like, at all. Well, the last and two Pete are, made sense. I mean, yeah. it's T Doe, so it's the last two. There were Mifasola. Well, Doe repeats itself. I don't know why we're trying to solve yeah. this, but it's a uh, yeah. <laughs> don't worry, we'll get to the bottom. It's a Rubik's cube. <laughs> we're like uh, teenage sleuths. We're, yeah, we're, except a, we're not teenage. We're like middle-aged a, sleuths. <laughs> <laughs> it's a forty-five-year-old cult. We're gonna solve it right now. What are the, he what said are that the, they had no meanings. They were just names that they they chose. I don't know. So they. They were still traveling around. They did a UFO visit there. They they later they announced a, a visit to like a UFO site, oh, oh, and then they canceled okay. it. it some weird, just weird stuff. So they they ended up splitting their followers into smaller groups that they designated, and they called them star clusters cool. of people. Mm-hmm. See that mm-hmm. first good name. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the first good name for any of their stuff. Star clusters, yeah, with yeah. aliens. I mean, come on. Doesn't a little up. Debbie make those? And I got the little rice and like, chocolate <laughs> around them and stuff like that. Those things are awesome. Little the, next, the next bullet point he's about to read is they were out of a uh, copyright litigation lawsuit. <laughs> Little Debbie's a cult leader. Justin's been following them. <laughs> <laughs> Follow them right off the end of the flat earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, in your case, it's the fatter. God damn it, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> Fucking, I uh, waddled right into that one. <laughs> <laughs> Too easy. Oh lord, uh, dude! I have lost like uh, like seven or eight pounds. Dude, nice. It's so fun to say people are fat. You know what I mean? I know. That's, I've been, that's I've been awesome. calling you fat since junior high. You've never been fat though. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, for the most part. I mean, now, yikes! These <laughs> <laughs> <Lady> star clusters. <laughs> oh, supernova. Okay. Yeah. So in the late seventies, the uh, group the group of them received a large sum of money. That was possibly an inheritance from one of the members or donations from some of the followers. Yeah. <laughs> Still mad about Fat Earth. This is Fat from Earth. the revocable trust of Little mm. Debbie. This is weird. Yeah, Little Debbie paid them a huge sum. <laughs> and uh, they used that capital to rent houses. And initially they were in Denver, and then they eventually moved to Dallas. So they, they had about 40 followers at that point in time that wanted to live with them. And they lived in like two or three houses that's in an a, area. That's a lot of people. This yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, there were more than that, but those are the ones that are willing to like live with them and do that thing. So they they arranged the lifestyles as like a boot camp that would prepare what, them for uh, the next level. What time of this? No, this is in the uh, mid seventies, so like 76, 70, I think seventy five, seventy six. Because like the conclusion of this story, nineties. So it's like okay. twenty years to go. So we're gonna it'll, it'll be a little more rapid than that. It'll be a little more rapid. Okay. So like in the movie, like when you're starting out the movie about Heaven's Gate, you have like the helicopter thwumping sounds in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's playing like uh, Fortunate Song by Creedence Clearwater. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> it flashes back. The mid-70s. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's it. They, uh, yes. Probably. 
or any movie about war from the 60s or 70s yeah. but yeah mm-hmm. all right yep so they wanted they wanted to prepare them for the next level right so they referred to their houses as a craft and they recommended their lives uh, of their dis, of their dis, dis, disciples to uh, to the minutes the students were who were not committed to the lifestyle were encouraged to leave and the people that were left they were given some financial aid nope they interesting so, so they wanted weird. they wanted quality people wouldn't oh boy. yeah quality people so they <clears throat> sometimes they had drastic changes i guess they at one point in time they wanted the, some of their followers to wait outside all night for some coming of something they didn't tell them what they wanted to wait outside and stay awake and then the next day they were like this was a test you guys passed it was <laughs> like one of those things where you're just kind of like okay really you asshole yeah. what was they supposed to learn from this uh devotion and commitment. Oh. oh, yeah. All right. And they, they, the people over the years of being with them became desperate for the for Apple White's approval, which he used to kind of control them and eventually manipulate them That's because how like a lot of cult standard mm-hmm. cult stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of a lot of that uh, over the years. So in 1980, they had about 80 followers. Uh, oh, many had 90. How many? <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, Sorry. Uh, no, no. Avoid, and uh, they had about 80 followers, many of whom held jobs, often working on computers, car mechanics, um, kind of more simple like tech jobs usually. And they allowed uh, in 1982, they allowed the disciples to actually call their families, which they left a lot of them left behind. And they, yeah, and the 19... just in 92 or 82? In, in 82, yeah. They, okay. That was like the time when they were like allowed a communication. Okay. And then in uh, 83, they relaxed their control more and they allowed the people to visit their relatives and things like that for, for uh, Mother's Day. And, I wonder and if they like holidays. lost members. Um, what's up? I wonder if like at that point when control, they lost members. I'm not sure. It seems like once you yeah, start getting outside like, influence. It, 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 yeah, because mm-hmm. if, if they're letting you out, like you got to figure if your family doesn't agree with this cult thing, they're going to try and convince you at Thanksgiving that it's terrible. Um, and then you're like, eh, you're right. And you stick around there. Like, is there somebody watching over them? Like making sure they come back to the cult? <laughs> you better come back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the aliens are watching. No, uh, they, I don't know if they, if they did that or not. I think they did because people that were like devoted, they're like, we got you. You're devoted. You stayed up all night. You guys are going to be fine. Come back. And for the most part they did. So in 83 nettles, Vinet, she had an she had an eye surgically removed as a result of cancer that was diagnosed a few oh. years earlier. So she had just, cancer, just like on on purpose. Like I don't need this. That wouldn't surprise me, but that's not what happened. She had cancer. She had an eye removed, and she lived for two more years, and she died in eighty five. Oh wow! Okay. So she died in eighty five, and Apple White told everybody that she ascended to the next level. But but she died of cancer. <clears throat> but and he he said it's because she had too much energy to remain on Earth. And then now it was being passed to him to carry the torch. Cool. Right? But he, the body still existed. And they, up to that point, they kind of believed that the body and the soul would be departed up to the spaceship or whatever. So when the body stayed on the planet... The lady's body. They, the lady's body. Yeah, B. Nettle's body. Then they had to <laughs> like rewrite some of the doctrine to oh, say, yeah. oh, it's more soul than physical. So they kind of rewrote it based on the evidence. Ugh. Right? So he became you pretty think depressed. At that point, you'd be like, "Oh, this is bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, the members are like, "Wait, what? What? What?" He's just like, uh, "But I guess the up, idea is up. they're they're like, um, oh, I guess we didn't fully understand it." Yes, right. Do you ever watch uh, Parks and Rec? Of course, a little, a little bit. They have uh, a like a doomsday alien spaceships 
Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, that appears a couple times in the show, and one time they uh, they keep misinterpreting. Like they schedule a park, like rent a park at a certain night, and they schedule. And then when it doesn't come, it shows like the next scene of them being like, you know, I think I misread the text. It actually looks like it's going to be uh next year, July seventeenth. And she's like, sorry, the park. Like, oh, I think it's the eighteenth. Mm. Okay, yeah, it's available. <laughs> yeah, or something along those it's lines. The, where it's it, it, it's it's the standard like that that Christian that small Christian church that has like the uh you know the one pastor tries to make a name for himself and he says Doomsday is going to happen on this specific date. I think this happened probably at the time that that Parks and Rec episode came out. Maybe there was like, the Doomsday guy, yeah, and he came out and he said that it's going to happen on this date, and then, of course it doesn't happen. And then, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah. Oh, that's not that day anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's, I it's like that. interpreted the signs, right? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> well, he, this guy, Apple, Apple, uh, Apple ended up getting depressed because of it. And he was like questioning his faith for a while. So like, I think he was kind of, I think he actually, I, to be honest, when I've watched these videos, he believes this shit to no end. And he yeah, thinks yeah. that he's like trying to save you. Right. So he, he told people that he'd been left behind because mm-hmm. he still had more to learn. She had a, a better role to go to. And then she, he started identifying her as the father, like the, the one who brought is trying to bring him there. The father you figure. Called her the father. Yes. Delusional father. Yeah. <laughs> Case closed. This is the delusional claim. This is the time. I like how he's questioning his faith in the religion that he made up. It's like, you no, know, I think I'm being lied to. But by your, well, honestly, he kind of got it from her, though. Yeah. yeah oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So he he organized a ceremony around this time too, which he symbolically married all of his followers. Mm-hmm. And that, and then he viewed them. Uh, he he viewed it as some kind of unity bond to himself. All of them to him. That's how you get laid. <laughs> oh, we're, we're still getting there. We're still, we're still getting there. That's, that is not how you do it. But let's keep going. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this one is not mass contrary. marriage. Yeah, mass marriage is not the way. Mass to do it, marriage. Sure. Yeah. So they begin uh, to have a strict hierarchy, where they kept. Like, he started teaching them like more seriously and like detaching from a lot of them, uh, and basically. He said the only way to salvation was to was for his followers to see him as Jesus at that point. So like, and okay. yeah, what's up? No, no. So the comet hasn't entered into it yet. The comet hasn't entered into it yet. The comet. Comet. You mean the comet hasn't? Isn't this the same people? The icy rock that circles around the sun. The comet. Oh, the comet. Uh, no, yeah. not yet. Not yet. Yeah. We're getting there, bro. So we're in we're the mid eighties. Uh, yeah, mid late eighties right now. So he thought Jesus, who was an extraterrestrial, came to Earth, was killed, and his body was uh, his body rose from the dead before being transported into a spaceship. Yeah, so, I think that's the, the ending. That's how I heard how the story goes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a little extra stuff there in case you. Yeah, <laughs> terrestrial, so, extraterrestrial stuff. A little extraterrestrial stuff there for you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, re- a quick like recap here for the '90s. And over the course of the group's existence, several hundred people joined and then left while it was going on. In the early '90s, they had they lost some people and they numbered as few as 26. Ooh, that's low. They had a high attrition Wasn't rate. Thirty something. When they... Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. It went up a little bit later on. Yeah, in '93 and May of '93, the the group took the name a new name, the Total Overcomers Anonymous. <laughs> These spell, names. Spell that for me. <laughs> How did they spell Overcomers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, just Overcomers, one word. If he has you. Was oh. it C O M or were they? Yeah, okay. Right, oh, yeah. Right, okay. All right. That's. Cool. He's like, they, we went they... from celibate church to Overcomers, like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Oh man! They uh... after a mass marriage, I have to rename this. <laughs> <laughs> they spent about thirty grand to publish a full-page ad in the USA Today that warned judgment, a huge catastrophic judgment that would befall Earth. And there were about twenty former impo- uh, members that rejoined the group after that. Nice. Mm. So in the nineties, continuing on, Apple White uh, posted some teachings to the internet. People still criticized him pretty heavily. 
he he that's when he first started speaking of the possibility of suicide to get there. To go back, they spent thirty thousand on a nationwide ad, and it got them twenty members. Is that right? For that they already had before. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Good Lord, it's not even a good newsletter. Yeah, <laughs> you could have done that with a phone call. Just, yeah, just a quick email. Hey, hey, you up? You, you want to join this? You want to join this call? You want back in? We changed our name to the Overcomers. So uh, how do you spell? It <laughs> <laughs> how do you spell it? C-O-M? No, thank you, sir. No, thanks. It's all celibate life church all over again. <laughs> so in the 90s, he starts getting a little more extreme where he says uh, the organization, um, he explained that every human, everything human had to be forsaken, including the body, before one could ascend. Oh, and boy. the organization was, was now renamed to Heaven's Gate. Okay, finally. In the early 90s. <laughs> yep. So basically from uh, 95, from June, October 95, they lived in New Mexico. They, they kept traveling around. They purchased some some land. They built a compound, which they called the Earthship, and they they built it using tires and lumber. And I've they, heard of this now. It's, now that you yeah, mention it, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and yeah. It, he uh, he was older, apple white. He was kind of in poor health at this point. Yeah, uh, they they feared. He feared he had cancer as well. And the. Uh, at the, at the, like the last years, he was pretty cold towards his members, and uh, they ended up. He ended up living in San Diego for a little while. So anyway, the group increasingly towards the end of the of the cult's life here, the group increasingly focused on the suppression of sexual desire. So they're coming back to that sexual repression. Never works. Applewhite and seven other people opted for surgical castration. Oh, Jesus Christ! Whoa. They couldn't find anybody willing to do it in America, so they went to Mexico to have it done. <laughs> Did they find somebody willing to do it there? Really? Yep. Is yep. castration wow. just taking off the... T- uh, maybe? Is that, the, is that the, the definition? I guess. Is it the whole unit? Or do they just take out the... I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, uh, if you take out the testicles, you have technically castrated somebody where they can't reproduce. So, okay. yeah. Yes, I guess that the, counts. It, yeah. is, it is the removal of, of, of testicles. God damn. That's some quick Googling, Adam. <laughs> How many... <laughs> He's got a favorite. Safe mode off. <laughs> He's like, just back to my homepage. <laughs> oh, God. What? So how many people? Wow. Surgical uh, he, castration. He and seven other of the members. So Is castration total. only for men? It does say testicles specifically. So I think so. Okay. I think it's like. Can you castrate a woman? Like the spade, spade neuter thing? Is that like, Don't, isn't? You still call it. It's still called. Well, can you? Well, okay, can, can you make it so a woman can't reproduce? Mm-hmm, sure. I mean, yeah. Okay, so that technically is castration well, I mean, like, view. But, but castration think, specifically mentions testicles I in think, the oh, definition. That's okay, why I think it is. which is what I thought. Yeah. Okay, so he convinced seven dudes to. Yeah, cut him and some dudes. Their balls. Yeah, that yeah. takes some. By the way, that takes some goddamn convincing, right? Oh, there. I thought that, you were saying it takes some goddamn it takes big some balls. balls. <laughs> 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 that takes some balls to cut off your balls. You know what yeah. I mean? But I, that's good, Justin. But actually, what I was going to say is like, you got to really be a smooth goddamn talker to get even seven dudes to cut off their balls. To get one that's, dude. Yeah. 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 That's fair. Yeah. Like, is one dude example. like not really in it, but he's being peer pressured? You do have to lead by example. That's true. Yeah. Look, I'm doing it. All right. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's been nice. <laughs> Listen, the ad was beautiful, but I'm out of here. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate like being uh, more evolved and stuff, but uh, my balls. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be back at the tire house getting my stuff. <laughs> Just text me when you change the name to Overcomers with a U. <laughs> if you need me, I'll be overcoming my wife right now. So, <laughs> sorry, I have dyslexia. <laughs>
Lord. I, so, so he thought that that was one of the last things that had to be to evolve to the next level. So he Ooh, he taught that is to it, remove it, sexual desire. Yeah, yeah. yep. Because oh, beings above them don't have sexual desire. It's just mm. a Luciferian being is what he would call it. Ooh. They had genders, but regular but people that want to ascend could not have genders. So Google he said there wouldn't be any marriage in heaven. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Luciferian. He, <laughs> yeah, Luciferian. This is the time too when he he required members to adopt the similar clothing and haircuts, possibly oh, to, to show that they're like not sexual and that they're like kind so of unanimous. He just like shaved their heads. The, the last video oh, that I saw what? is him shaving his head. The one before it, he's like this older like blonde guy with this bowl cut, and it's so <laughs> creepy. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so creepy. Sometimes shaving your head is advantageous. I, I'm no, just... he looks way better with the shaved head than with the bowl cut. So I, I mean, yeah. Hands down. I mean, I don't know who who wouldn't. But... <laughs> I'm in my own cult, buddy. Did they, did, did they ha- did any of them have the like the Justin Snell seventh grade haircut? What was that? Part of where it's like shaved down here, but it's like a straight line around the the crown. Oh, here. I remember and the that. hair just like parted in the haircut. middle and stopped my, here. My brother, yeah. had, yeah, my brother had that too. Everybody yeah. had it. That was the thing. Uh, yeah, he had that too. So in uh, 96, they, they had a mansion in, in, in Santa Fe, Rancho Santa Fe, California, I guess. Never been there. They, uh, <laughs> that's that's your, Rancho what? Your neck of the woods. <laughs> Rancho Santa Fe is what it's called. Oh, okay. Did you say they had a headquarters in New Mexico as well? Yeah, they had, a, they had a couple houses there, like a compound. Roswell, right? Like, why I not? Don't think it, it, didn't say, it didn't say Roswell. Really? I okay. think yeah. New Mexico feels a little lawless to me. Yeah. Lawless? Is that what you said? Lawless. It feels that way to me. Like, like no one has like no one really? questions your existence there. You're yes. kind of just. I think nobody place. knows he even exists there. Sort of Santa Fe or something. Yeah. 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 Huh. All right. So, so they they recorded this video that I saw. Two video messages, including one. They offered the viewers a last chance to evacuate Earth because Earth was being recycled. Oh boy. So this was their last chance before they took off. So around that time too is when they they learned of the approach of the comet Hale-Bopp. Oh. So now they believed. Now he believed, Applewhite now believed, that Nettles was aboard a spaceship that was trailing the comet and that she planned to rendezvous with them and pick them up and that the, the, that basically that vessel would transport them to an Empyrean destination and there was a, a conspiracy to suppress the word of that spacecraft following the comet. Like mm. a, I, yes, and the, and the government is suppressing it all. So she's trailing the comet. They got real crazy, I mean... Yeah, it ramped up. 30 years of just being like, yeah, a little weird to being like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fast. He thought he had cancer too, I think. So I think he's like kind of expediting this a little uh, bit. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know, I think. Um, so, so yeah. So he, uh, that was what he, what they thought. And they didn't just know how he, uh, <laughs> ooh, saved his life. They, right, uh, yeah, he, well, only to. Yeah. So anyways, in 97, in March 97, here we go. We're getting towards the, the finale. The group isolated themselves and recorded their farewell statements in video form. And many members praised Applewhite in their final messages. And they just, uh, basically, they're, they're basically regurgitations a lot of, of his, what he was saying mm-hmm. over years, because yeah. he was a, a big speaker and stuff. So he, he basically shot a video before his death. He shot all these videos, dude, and they're so creepy. That's weird I because it's a them. modern cult that did something crazy. So there's like a lot of like, per- could you imagine now somebody with a phone, like the, the cameras you have now? Yeah. It would be like live stream. It probably would be live streamed if it if it could take off. Yeah, which is it's, it's surprising. I was like, is this video online? Because like I feel like people would take it down, but like this bunch of these videos are they're online oh, and sure. they're fucking creepy. And and to think those videos were made well, they were made when the internet was just getting started, so they probably weren't even uploaded to the internet oh, no. at the time, right? Yeah, no, they so, weren't. They were just yeah. videotapes. They were VHSs they were like and like those little cameras on like 
kind of you know across IRC. I think eventually they found them. I like think the news the news people found them afterwards, and they like found the tapes stuff, and then they. What yeah. was the reason for 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 filming those? Was that so people could find them after the fact? Um, I think they also wanted to kind of get their word out there and tell people that like we told you so, kind of that you know the worth is being recycled. You better join us and do what we're doing together. And this is our like final journey. When, so but, that, okay, so they made the videos, but then kept them. So like, to what point do they? I don't know. It doesn't explain saying, exactly how it was like how the videos were sent out or or right, whatever, like if or if they if or if they to, were. If this is the last ride off Earth, yeah. Like, what's the then like? Then why? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's for loved ones too and families and stuff too. I don't know because they didn't have a lot of communication with a lot of yeah, stuff yeah. for those people too. So I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but he. Uh, in the end, he said in, in one of his quotes is, we do in all honesty hate this world. And basically we, you know, are going to be going up to the next level. And you guys aren't if you're not following us. So what right? kind of pe- just people that were comp- that had felt rejected? I mean, it, didn't, it doesn't really specify that too much, but I think there's some of that. I think there's also some of that people were just awe-inspired by him and the way that he spoke and talked about things. And just believed in some of the stuff that he was mentioning because it kind of made sense because it, it touched on a bunch of different religions and you know it, it, it during that time i guess sense. it made just enough sense yeah to some people sense, where it was just like maybe. and he's so he's so adamant about it that it, it people some people can just believe it like, that he's just like he's telling the truth right he's the one bringing us the information and, i was gonna say from their earlier recruitment methods it sounded like they were just going after like impressionable and poor people like they went to college campuses all impressionable people right and you said they they recruited a lot of like uh, car mechanics and stuff like that. And, you know, is that am I right? Am I wrong? Like a blue collar workers, I would say probably like an average, but like not people like, blue collar. Yeah, I mean, I think they were just like average people that just they ended up picking up along the way. Like most people were like, this is bogus, this is crap, right? But you're gonna always gonna pick up if you could travel enough and you keep talking long enough, you're gonna pick up someone. Yeah, that's true. Right. But they weren't picking up like they weren't picking up like you know wealthy. Yeah, they were. <laughs> we'll get there, Justin. Oh, Thank you very much. Yeah, um, but like they weren't picking up like uh, you know industrial billionaires type of a thing, right? Like they weren't picking up like you know. No, I don't CEOs think so. I don't know. Like I I don't think so, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't explicitly call out anybody in particular. Yeah. There was no no one notable success. Not really, right. except for the main people that ran it. Yeah, yeah. as and far as I know. And they were successful because of the because of this. supported, right? And someone's donation. All right, right? So, so they think so, that... So they learn about the comet. They He basically convinces himself... Kind of, yep. ...that there's a spaceship yeah. behind it, obscured by it. You can't see it. And mm-hmm. everyone that can spot it with their... Yeah. And it's here to bring them... To- Those that are willing to take the next step with him. Yeah, exactly. The powers that be, i.e. NASA, are lying. Has he yeah. laid out yeah. the... I mean, that's the flat Earth. There's a yeah. Cover. What? They say NASA stands for uh, uh, never a straight answer. <laughs> That's what they mm. say. Seriously, oh, yeah. Heaven's Gate. Also, there was flat. Um, <laughs> do so. He says the next step, but has he laid out what that next? No, not to really. Take the next step. Has he laid out? What... No, not really. Like he, he thinks that that's the next step. Is just like he's going to go there, and what that entails that they haven't really discussed yet, and that's what we're getting to. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> they speculated that um, he spe- people speculate that that he settled on suicide because he said that the group would ascend during his lifetime. And thus, appointing a successor was unfeasible. Dog, yeah. I heard the dog click clacking in the background. <laughs> Dude, we got a Roomba. Yeah. Is it working? Yeah, it's pretty cool. You like it? Okay, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. And they're I, like, pretty, I considered it for a while there, but yeah. They're pretty reasonable. Like, our house isn't really built for a Roomba that great because we have two stories, you mm-hmm. know. 
The stairs. You can't get the stairs. No, he's terrible. <laughs> he's? Oh, it's a he now. Oh, I see. That's what... No. We I thought we Roombas tr- were not non-binary, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, uh, I saw this thing where apparently some people automate it to clean while they're not... Okay. Like, you can schedule it, or you can, like, with a, an app... That's nice. It is, except they had a dog that took a shit on the floor, and the Roomba ran through it and just smeared shit all over their house. <laughs> Like literally, the dog that had diarrhea, is, and that just they came home to like that's a crisp, amazing because it doesn't just like go back like you know how you paint a, a wall, you start in a side and just paint up and down the whole way, and it covers the wall. Yeah, that's not how a Roomba sure. cleans. A Roomba just it looks like a Roomba's a, a retard because it's it's driving around at random <laughs> angles. It like stops and doesn't do like forty five degrees. It just drives the fuck all over the place. I don't know what it's doing, but eventually yeah. it covers the ground. It seems really inefficient to me. Well, oh, I know. I just I but just, it, well, but it's technically efficient because you're not the one expending the energy. No, that's his wife. <laughs> Get him, Actually, usually I'm the one that vacuums. But Ooh. got him, me. Um, no, no, no. But he it, is uh, sassy. it, uh, yeah. It just so like they just it just left this crisscross of spreads dog shit all over their house. Oh god. Mm. Oh god. Now that's inefficient. Yeah. It looked like when you take that string and you do the thing with the yarn between your fingers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, but just doo doo all over the house. God damn oh, it. No. Anyways, Adam, you were talking about. Yeah, the uh, I was talking about the, that. Um, the, he settled on suicide because he said the group would uh, ascend during his lifetime and appointed a successor. Appointing a successor, he decided was unfeasible. Mm-hmm. So he okay. thinks this is like the final thing, the final event. Final countdown. Mm. Final countdown. Yeah. Final. <laughs> yes. Perfect reference for this time frame. So, <laughs> there, there. This what happened was they, as a group, they began in this in, in these houses together. They began uh, committing suicide together mm. on March twenty second, nineteen ninety seven. Do you remember that? Most members... I remember the news. I do. Yeah, I remember I, the news story. I don't remember. It was. A I don't know big why. Like, deal. I'm sure. I mean, it, I'm sure that it was, and like, I was old enough to remember, but I just don't. I don't know why. I just don't remember. Um, How did they kill themselves? So they, they most members took uh, barbiturates and alcohol, mm. and then they placed bags over their heads. Oof. They um like not poison. Not poison. Barbiturates put you to sleep, correct? I, don't know. I guess. I guess they kind of maybe ease that pain or whatever. Like or maybe they put you to sleep so that you can't. I don't. I don't know the whole thing here. I didn't read enough into this or whatever. But um, basically, I think via suffocation and asphyxiation, they they uh, they wore Nike shoes and they had black I uniforms. That. Yeah, they all wore. Yeah, they all wore Nikes and black uniforms. I wonder. If- I <laughs> wonder that as well. No press is bad press. Right, it's another thing. Twenty-two years later, still here. Yeah. They yeah. so they wore Nike shoes, black uniforms with patches that read "Heaven's Gate Away Team." <laughs> Makes sense. Which made me laugh a little bit because, like, what? <laughs> like, was was the was the home team like a white uniform? What, what's the deal? Um, yeah. They so they had a each of them they had a bag that contained a few dollars and a form of ID that was placed beside the bodies. So the aliens uh, didn't know who to get. The, <laughs> what was the dollar? The, for? So they they thought uh, one of the thoughts is that the the money was for uh, tolls. What was it here? Gas, Something like gas that. or like, grass. Like I, I, I couldn't find it <laughs> here. But, for free, man. <laughs> so I couldn't find it actually right here. Um, uh, so each member carried a five dollar bill and three quarters in their pocket. The five dollar bill was to cover vagrancy fines while members were out on jobs, while the quarters were used to make phone calls. Oh my gosh! It's so like, late nineties. But like, why? Yeah. Why were they? Why did they put them next to all the bodies? Like, why don't you just 
I, I, I don't I don't know. It doesn't it didn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Oof. So the people were of the ages between 26 and 72. Uh, they were believed to have died in three different groups over three successive days. Damn. So like, did each uh, with, group know the other ones were doing it? Yeah, they facilitated. So with remaining participants cleaning up after each of the group's deaths. So uh, yeah. Ex- ex- wait, wait, wait. wait. So, so so one group would kill themselves, and the next group that hasn't killed themselves yet would clean up after the first yeah. group. That yeah. is dark. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. Because Nuts. like I get like you all do like the the um what's the dude that happened in South America? Uh, Jonestown. Jonestown, where they all drank like poison Kool Aid, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I technically get it. it wasn't Kool Aid; it was the off-brand. But yeah, whatever. I looked it up. Forced. <laughs> 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 and actually, they didn't kill themselves. They ascended to the next. <laughs> get him out of here. This guy told me to take the podcast seriously. He <laughs> sound with his mouth. <laughs> uh, but so you know, like they all do it at once, and then there's like no re- nobody that can have second thoughts because they all did it already. Mm-hmm. Like, this was did not like anyone, that. everyone that began finished it like no one was like you know what fuck like the last guy's like you know i mean ah. if if that was the case they weren't there like they didn't they weren't there in the end when they found the body right so maybe somebody ran away but who knows couldn't but... they, wasn't there like data or records or like their tape yeah it doesn't show any evidence of anybody leaving damn that's F- 15 one day 15 the second day and then nine the last day and the leader applewhite was the third to last member to die two people remained after him and were the only ones found without bags over their heads uh among okay so among the people. dead yeah 39 people uh commit suicide among the mm-hmm. dead was i uh as i didn't know this thomas nichols uh the brother of the actress nichelle nichols who was best known for her role as uhura in the star trek tv series oh that's crazy one. yeah so i guess an actress's brother uh yeah. from star okay. trek so yeah it was a mass suicide it was all over the news um and it was just I mean, you guys know the rest. You remember from uh, from TV and things like that. Well, too, tell, but... me, tell me some more. Is there stuff? So yeah, I the, remember the rest, but I don't. So it was the, uh, the three assistants, uh, blah, 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 blah. An anonymous tip led the sheriff's department to search the mansion. So as they searched it, they found 39 bodies there on March 26, 1997. So they must have put in a tip. That's interesting. Probably. I would say, say that's interesting. You said there's an anonymous tip and, and you said 39 people killed themselves. <laughs> like maybe that was the 40th person. Or yeah. it was the last, Maybe. or the last person as they're dying is like, "Hey, check out this address." Yeah, 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 that's true too. Probably one of those two. Maybe yeah, they wrote a note or, or twenty videotapes. They paged it. Was <laughs> <laughs> they sent out a thirty thousand dollar ad? Yeah, it seems inefficient. Working yeah, charm. it was a it was the largest group suicide involving U.S. citizens since 1978's mass suicide of 920 Americans in Jonestown. There was 900 people there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. People. I thought I about not... picking that one for this podcast, actually, because it's super interesting. But, yeah, they, they, that was, it was a commune, basically. And they I moved to not... South America. That's, yeah. That's an insane number. I had no idea it was that big. I thought it was like 100 people. No, it's huge. Good Lord. So this is... This at thirty nine was the was the next bit, like biggest since that nineteen seventy eight mass suicide down there in, in Jonestown. So uh, Applewhite's body was found seated on the bed of the mansion's master bedroom, just seated there, just like with eyes open, just like looking at the doorway, um, sit, sitting upward, like yeah, like, sitting, sitting, dead, just sitting there, dead. Yeah. Whoa, that's creepy as hell. Your body, but body he died third from last, so maybe the two people just propped him up. Who knows? They, he died third him, from like a, last. So two other yeah. people died after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but so, wow. So he was sitting upright, dead, That's like with eyes image. open. Like, 
that is nuts. Yeah, I don't know if Ooh. I could be a medical examiner from that point forward after that shit. Yeah, that fucking I'd be like, nope, <laughs> nope, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. it's kind of crazy, right? And then uh, they found out later he didn't have cancer at all. There's no, there was no anything else. There was not sick at all from any he ailment. Sick. He was just, he was just, he was sick in, in the head, but but nothing else. Uh, so yeah, so his afterwards there was media circus, and his face was all over the covers of Time, Newsweek, in April. And uh, yeah, it was. You know, it's not kind of another story from there, but um, 39 people died, uh, commit suicide. That's as a, crazy. It's crazy, right? Um, it just is. It's just wa- it's you just know what wacky. The fucking up stupidest the point thing is, is like, of course, I do not believe they ascended, but they proved they didn't. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The website. No actual. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, so. and that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing that cults. I mean, well, this is something I could say at the end, but this is what cults base their whole thing on. You don't have proof that they're wrong. That's what just, religion based their that well it's, I mean well, don't get me fake. started but yeah yeah please yeah. Don't. it's please it's don't. <laughs> please stop it's hard to prove that it's it's hard to prove that things don't exist mm-hmm. right yeah even even from college yes. I remember in math I was like you have to prove things is such a pain in the ass like proving things to begin with is hard but proving things that don't exist it's like you need you need so much evidence that it's just like well, fuck this like just right. believe it it can't right? li- well that's the thing is like um just faith that's the whole mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, you said Heaven's Gate still has a website. I'm pretty sure they're hosted by the same. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. really? Yeah. Can we start our own cult? Amazing. Yeah, with blackjack and hook. They have they have the videos, <laughs> links, and the transcripts up there of all their talks and things on the website. Really? Uh, of the yeah, transcript so about the videos. It's, it's kind of heavensgate.com. I don't really get lost yeah. on it with on the show, but um. So wait, it, it, it's still alive, and technically you can join Heaven's Gate. No, I don't know. <laughs> I I thought there was one person that was like caretaking the website. Wow. I thought that was the I situation. I don't know who owns it. It's the fortieth person that didn't commit suicide. Probably. Yeah. Hold on. So it maybe. Yeah, I I don't remember all the details of this. I remember looking at this because I I did know this, but you, I don't. For you guys, is there a little alligator icon? An alligator on it for like the favicon. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. That's Hostgator, which is a web host. Hostgator, Hostgator, just yep. a popular web host. But I don't know how this. Yeah, will yeah. Continue. I know about Hostgator, but yeah. So quick, uh, final, final aside, real quick, um, before I wrap up my part, which sorry I took a little bit longer, but mm. the uh, that his daughter, Marshall Applewhite's daughter. Oh yeah, thank you. A quick tidbit: her name was Lane Applewhite Sands, is the mother of Hannah Overton, which is the. Corpus Christi woman who was accused of poisoning her adopted son Andrew Bird, uh, Lane, uh, her uh, her daughter, uh, Marshall's so his, daughter. So his granddaughter was accused of poisoning her adopted son. Exactly. Okay. Uh, Lane, the uh, his daughter, was also married to to uh, to a guy named Reverend Benny Sands, who was an evangelical preacher in Corpus Christi. Reverend I used to, Sands. I used to live in Corpus Christi. Really? Yeah. Did you like, really? Mm-hmm, from like uh, two till. See so no so Reverend Sands. Yeah, that's where my brother was born. <laughs> yeah, so Reverend Sands, he uh, was convicted in 84 of the bludgeoning death of a 16-year-old girl whose nude body was discovered on Padre Island, and he was sentenced to 23 years in prison. Jesus Christ, I've been to Padre Jeez. Island. <laughs> what the? Wait, where's Padre? Wait a minute. I, I kind of want to kick Justin out of here. What's going on? There's too many late connections. What's happening? Where's Padre Island? It's in Corpus Christi. Oh, off the coast of Texas? Yeah, like on the Gulf Coast. The only Damn. <laughs> God. Yeah, so it's like I think like some of the stuff kind of runs in in the family a little bit. There's some. Well, uh, I mean, wacky. you know, if you have a fucking crazy childhood like that, chances are you're going to end up with like you're not going to be like, mm-hmm. well, I turned out completely normal. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That rarely happens. Yeah, you know, yeah. my parents got Father divorced just... because my dad 
was a weird psycho cult leader and cheated on my mom with a man. And I, I turned out fine. Mm-hmm. No problems at all. Yeah, definitely true. Definitely true. It's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. But yeah, so that's, uh, that is Heaven's Gate and Marshall Applewhite, mostly uh, in the history of that. So now you know. Wait, so there were no revival? No, I mean, that's, there's no evidence of any. So that's the way you should go out if Dude, you're. A cult. Okay, so I want to talk to you about for a second about the Nike. I can never remember how to pronounce it. Really? This. Yes. Did you say Nike? What Nike. the hell's your okay, problem? There I go. Nike and Nike. Nike and Nike. It's a Greek word. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently Nike went into crisis mode and quietly discontinued the line that those shoes. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I, I bet if you could find a pair of those, they're worth millions. Yeah, people do like sneakerheads collect. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, Heaven's Gate shoes? Wow. Um, but the shoes came back eventually, I think. Yeah. Or something similar. Not they the look familiar. I mean, they look like, I feel like I've seen those Nikes nowadays. Like, I'm looking at yeah. that picture you sent, Justin. Yeah. yeah I feel like I feel like I've seen something similar to those now. Well, yeah. like, so, the, uh, uh, resellers will ask for thousands for a single pair of those shoes. Mm. Jeez. Is it because of the Heaven's Gate uh, stigma about oh, it? I forgot about the what the Heaven's like. He looks crazy. I forgot about it. Yeah, he's got the purple yeah. drape, and I forgot. Like as soon as I saw, I saw a picture of me, very recognizable. That video. Can yeah. you send send yeah, a picture? Send. Yeah. yeah. So you've, you've oh, seen. Yeah. This. Oh, whoa! Well, there he is. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow, he's, that brings back memories. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Um, yeah. Middle name. My, my goodness, dude. Yeah. That, <laughs> you get a chance to watch that like one of those final videos. It is fascinating. Uh, it is yeah, weird. I have not seen. Um, it's even just for a few minutes. Uh, it's it's fascinating, but um, yeah. yeah, very very interesting. Do you, do you think if the population of the world was smaller, there'd be less cults? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there'd just be less. Your guys' heads both did the same thing. Both <laughs> yeah. looked off the same direction. I think, off I think so. I think yeah. <laughs> there's less there's less variance, right? There is less variance. You know yeah, what it is though. It's like not to say I'm not saying we should commit mass genocide so there's gonna be less cults. I'm just saying. I just think because there's so many people. <laughs> That'll like, fix it. That'd be counterintuitive. That would be yeah. called a cult. Yeah, here's an idea, <laughs> yeah, guys. Exactly. Rally around my yeah. idea. <laughs> Shit. But um, right. but I feel like people just get bored, and there's like so like, people get too comfortable and bored, and they're just like, oh, I'll just join a cult, whatever. I got nothing else going on, so what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I just, you know what it is. I think people. I think a lot of people get caught up in things they don't understand, and then it gets to a place beyond. Like then their mental state is not, you know, they're already a little weak minded. They're looking for acceptance. Sure. Mm-hmm. Then then they end up in a thing like that where, um, you know, maybe maybe when they first started, what they thought it was and, and what it was being presented as it evolved. It, like it evolved into killing yourself. It's not like mm-hmm. they were like, hey, we're going to kill ourselves yeah. in 20 years. And they're like, I think it's like I'm a combination gonna... of of the fact that like people are attracted and end up believing people with confidence mm-hmm. uh, a lot. They yeah. end up confusing confidence for intelligence. And also, I think people are just looking for answers. So if you are looking for answers and you trust a confident person that's going to give you the answers, then a lot of times they'll just, people will fall into line in that. Uh, yeah. I think hashtag, hashtag Donald Trump. It sounds kind of cold, but um, yeah. but um, do you think it's like a modern form of Darwinism sort of working itself out? I don't Maybe. think. I mean, that implies that Darwinism has some sort of... Like Darwin, uh, I mean, it's not working itself out. It's just okay, you know. So you hit what you're suggesting that we hit like some sort of peak population well, you, where stupidity is so rampant that they're going to find each other and kill each other. Well, it's it sort of yeah. I mean, they're so weak minded that they just like they they all gathered around each other, found each that, other, all these weak minded people, and then just killed each other. Killed, I killed bet it's been happening throughout time, not because you know. I mean, there's just there's there's outliers, you know that stupid people yeah. die from all sorts of things in all sorts of ways. Not stupid. I mean, everybody dies. Everybody dies. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, these people were just, honestly, they were looking for acceptance. They found something that 
resonated with them. Mm-hmm. I think it's, ins- I, it's really hard to comprehend. Um, yeah. Believing something so outside of the normal to that level that you kill yourself. That's what I yeah. don't. Although yeah. the death not, they took is, um, you know, the way they took it, they just overdosed on barbiturates and alcohol. Yeah. yeah. So it's not a painful death. Fall asleep you fall asleep and die. die. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're wearing your like super comfy shoes. Like it all works out. <laughs> do you uh, mind if I go next? Please I do not do. mind if you okay. go next. Yeah. So, all right. I, I thought on uh, Adam, I thought your topic was cool. That was very good. It was what? Sorry. It was cool. I liked it. Thanks. Yeah. Now I wish I had picked Jonestown actually, because Jonestown is really fascinating, mm. but it's, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure your topic's. Me. I mean, it will be, but Jonestown's awesome. Sure. It'll be yeah. fine. No. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So I am talking about a cult. Of personality. Have you ever heard of this term? O C C U L T or no, no. A space. A okay. Cult of personality. You're talking about a cult of personality. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So a personality uh, cult is when a group of people rally around a person and I'm talking specifically about North Korea. Ooh. A cult Ooh. of personality. So it's a term. Big. So let me um, Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Finally I'm gonna learn something. Yeah. So essentially a cult of personality uh, No offense, Adam. <laughs> I already knew everything about that Heaven's Gate. Uh, essentially, it uses mass media and propaganda, um, spectacle, all these things to essentially like establish an alternate reality around a person. And that's what happened in North Korea and is still happening today. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit like what Donald Trump has a little bit of cult of personality around him. I'd agree. Where he's, I would almost agree. He's yeah, projecting this image of himself, which is not really accurate. He's a super mm-hmm. successful businessman. But if you look at the facts, like, well, he does have money. Mm-hmm. It's mo- it's business mostly simply fail. Most of his businesses tend to fail, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he was given a huge hand leg up, so he's making money, but I think he's grifting a lot in his business. It's not like he's running some. He's not running Apple, who's making this huge. No, I'm saying right. He's, um, and, and he's not running a very efficient, good gov- government. You know, he's it's chaos and seemingly with no plan. So, what's the difference between cult of personality and just like being a fan of somebody? Uh, okay, so a cult of personality is um it comes from when a country's regime or more rarely a single individual uses techniques of mass media propaganda spectacle the arts patriotism government organized demonstrations to create an idealized heroic and worshipful image of elite Mm. jeez so like the um the maga the maga people kind of do that with trump yeah like i mean people can think of matt like the make america great again and they really do long for like you know what i used to feel like america was better and they don't have any, but then there's people that are like assaulting people under that thing, and they're that's not. Yeah, great, great. Um, it's kind of like um, like maybe even Castro and stuff like that too. Yeah, that kind of well, like many thing? leaders did it. Um, yeah. So right. Mm. So in North Korea, so I don't. I didn't know honestly. I did not know a lot about North Korea, Korean War. Mm-hmm. When okay. I started reading about this. Honestly, one of the things that I just know that the current guy Kim Jong Un, um, you know, they they talk about it. I know. I know kind of how they talk about him. Uh, as being this like they they have like news releases that come out where basically he single-handedly fights off a war or solves a you know and it's just this complete propaganda malarkey like none of it's real mm-hmm. and so it started with um in like the 30s and 40s uh japan invaded korea mm-hmm. and kim jong il kim il sung kim il sung mm-hmm. his yes. granddad so, right? right so the original he's the one that was the he was the leader of the Communist Party of uh, Korea, and then the pe- the Worker Party of Korea, and the People's Party mm-hmm. of whatever he became all these different um, things. Uh, Kim Il Sung, and so he was the original leader of North Korea. Mm-hmm. They um, 
Right. So they he 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 was the original leader, and he uh, had the support of of Russia, and mm-hmm. he. Um, Tab says, "Like, what is a Korea?" Yeah, <laughs> it's a Korea. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, right. So he was the first national leader of North Korea. He ruled the country's establishment from 1948 until he died in 94. So he actually was the was the longest reigning uh, non monarch mm. in. North Korea. You know, Non-monarch, meaning he was democratically elected by the people? No, but he wasn't uh, of royal blood. Like, he wasn't, like, of a long uh, okay. age of Okay. Because, mm. like, you know, Queen Elizabeth spent a long time. Sure. Yeah. Um, so under his leadership, uh, he North Korea became a communist state, and it had publicly owned and planned economy. It had close political and economic relations with Soviet Union. And by the 60s, North Korea enjoyed a standard of living higher than the South. Hmm. I've heard that, yeah. Um, but in the South was was had a lot of trouble with political instability and economic crisis. But that situation mid seventies reversed itself when Japan and the United States started investing in Korea. Now South Korea has like the eleventh largest. I've heard mm-hmm. that. Right. Yeah, that's where like all your Kias and Hyundai's come from, baby. I have a Kia. Mm. Yeah. Fucking drive around pop wheelies and shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a little much, but okay. Okay. Well, I just drive it regular, but you get the idea. Uh, <laughs> I drive it like a regular human. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he uh, he but eventually like he started it as kind of a, you know, it was a prosperous thing, but he, he started it and started calling himself the great leader. Mm-hmm. Right? You've heard that supreme leader. Um, and he was the yep. focus of the personality cult, which uh, dominated like the domestic politics in North Korea. Everything was about him. You've seen the giant posters and it's all about him they, where he becomes this like mythical figure statues right so they started erecting statues of him they like his name changed they changed they changed his origin story basically that yeah you know you've heard like he was the the original guy kim il-sung was apparently a competent guerrilla fighter so that's how he, he rose to leadership in any of the things he was involved in before north korea before he right. was, he was fighting off the japanese and he had he like successfully retook one small village from mm. the Japanese, which they lost a couple of days later, or whatever. but no one had been able to gain, gain any ground on. It. And then he eventually mm. was able to. Yeah, um, like uh, kind of like was it is it Che Che Guevara or whatever from, or whatever of, from yes. South yeah. America? Che Guevara. Yeah, che Guevara. Yeah, the guy who basically yeah fights off like democratic or capitalist pigs and stuff like that, and basically basically influenced Fidel Castro, right? Something like that. I don't yeah, know that whole story, but that, I, I always know. thought it was like guerrilla warfare type of stuff that he was involved with, like yeah. revolution and stuff. Is it like the symbol of revolution or something? It is, yeah. Well, now um, it is. So, all right. So the the personality cult that surrounded Kim Il-sung is by far the most widespread among the people. Uh, there mm. is genuine affection for but it mm-hmm. has definitely been manipulated by the government uh, for political purposes. Mm-hmm. The cult had its beginnings in 1949, um, and that's when the first statue started appearing. And uh, it came into full effect during the mass purge in 1953, um, which is essentially where they went and removed a bunch of like political adversaries and like oh, right. counter people. Like they went and like disappeared them. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's kind of what triggered. That's kind of what triggered the war, right? Um, I thought the war was in the f- no, no, because North Korea was in the 50s, formed. yeah. North, but it was the beginning. Like North Korea was formed. After, oh, okay. After 53, which is the year you just mentioned, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, so, so basically, I, I'm going off of my my grandfather who fought in Korea, mm-hmm. and he was born in '33, I believe. So I'm trying to like do the math together there. So yeah, mm. um, yeah. The Korean War went from 1950 to 50 June to right. Gotcha. Um, okay. So it was three years, but it, so it was. Um, yeah. So this dude, he they basically they they've like become to where like they they started making 
it like mandatory to like love this guy. And they, they gave, they gave him all these like titles that like he never earned. Um, but they, they controlled like it was communists. So they like reappropriated like 50% of the arable land and they uh, took all of the heavy industry and made them state owned. Mm-hmm. That's what happened in the fifties. Okay. Um, yep. Doesn't bother me that much for some reason when you put it like that, but yeah. Okay. Same shit in Russia, kind of remember. Well, yeah, but if it was your farm, yeah. you know, people. Yeah. Well, well, when you say reappropriated. Okay. Well, they stole it from people and gave it to other people. Does that make it sound worse? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they gave it to people that were going to listen to what the government versus the other people. They just wanted mm-hmm. to. Uh, well, when you put it like that, yeah. And yeah. now it's. Yeah. Bad. If I didn't choose the nice term. Yeah. yeah. They shared with everyone. But, it, but it's not the same as taxing billionaires of 70%. It's like, I'm yeah. sorry, I was. Honey, I, I reappropriated my sexuality with somebody else. <laughs> oh, well, that's fine. I stole oh, so it and gave it to someone else. <laughs> yeah, I took my dick away from your vagina and put it to another vagina. So, yeah. Oh, I get it. All right. Yeah, that's what the Hale-Bopp guy did. He, uh, <laughs> he reappropriated his penis to that man. Um, yeah. And then yeah, to Mexican man. science. <laughs> so, Stalin also had a cult of personality where he was mm-hmm. he was made to feel bigger, larger than life in Italy. Um, Stalin? Yeah. But in at Italy? some point, is that what he said? Is that where he's from? Oh, from Russia. Uh, Joseph Stalin's Russian. What? Yeah. You're talking about Mussolini. Oh, and no, I meant Stalin. So yes, Russia. Stalin's from Russia. Yeah. yeah. But so like in yeah. the, in the mid fifties, they out. were like dismantling, dismantling <laughs> his like yeah. cult of personality. Like, they were taking apart, like in order to do, it, you have to like break apart the per- the propaganda machine because yeah, even, yeah. you know, this guy, um, Il-sung, he came from like, so according to official North Korean biographies, Kim Il-sung came from a long lineage of leaders and official North Korean modern history focuses on his life and activity. He is credited with almost single-handedly defeating the Japanese at the end of the occupation of Korea, ignoring any Soviet and American efforts, and with rebuilding the nation after North, after the Korean War. Over the course of his life, he was granted titles such as, of esteem such as son, great chairman, heavenly leader, and many others. Um, he, as well as the awards of double hero gold medal. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, double hero was way better than single hero. Obviously. Yeah, well, he started obviously. with that one. But he, uh, maybe he yeah. skipped. He went right to double hero. Worked, like, oh shit! I worked his way up to double. Uh, these titles and awards, <laughs> yeah, awesome. Uh, they won double gold medals at the Olympics. <laughs> That's way better than single gold medals, obviously. Um, the titles and awards were often self-given and the repa- the practice would repeat with his son and grandson. Mm-hmm. Um, the Korean Central News Agency, which is a government news agency, continually, re- continually reported on titles and, perce- and the perceived affection granted to Kim, uh, Kim Il-sung by world leaders. So like they would basically be like, oh, all the world loves him. All the other I world mean, leaders are saying they love him. That being said, history class in North Korea must be a breeze because every answer... <laughs> Son, 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 heavenly leader, son, son, son. son. So they have in in schools, I'm going to talk to you about that. In schools, they have an area that is just a room, uh, and I'm forgetting the name of it right now, where all they do is teach you his his story, his origins. Really? There's one for him. They have added a new uh, one for his son, uh, mm -hmm. Kim Jong-il. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The father of the current leader. Yes. Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Um, So like as, as he was getting older... Uh, he started prep grooming his son and making him like the minister of propaganda, Kim Jong-il. Mm-hmm. And so Kim Jong-il, and then eventually he was basically like, he, they thought of him like a God. So when he died, it like the nation mourned. There was a mandatory, I want to say it was a mandatory hundred. I do believe that, um, during the, uh, funeral, um, process, the funeral, uh, ceremony, whatever you want to call it. If they found you in the crowd and you weren't crying, they punished you. 
somehow. Yes, and I'll get to that. Um, yeah. So I have yeah. So let me talk a little bit more about how he how he did stuff. So uh, all sure. all major publications, newspapers, textbooks, etc. were they were required to include the words of the instruction from Kim Il Sung. Uh, mm-hmm. Additionally, his name must be written as a single word in one line. You can never split it, even though it is three words. You can never split it as Kim Il next line. You oh have, really? You have to wow. Keep them together. There's like rules about it. Uh, North Korean children are taught in school uh, that they were fed, clothed, and nurtured in all aspects by the grace of the chairman. Jeez. Uh, the larger elementary schools in the country have a room set aside for lectures. Uh, it's known as the – and each room, the room is known as the Kim Il-sung Research Institute. These, room, these rooms are well taken care of. They're built of high-quality materials and have a model of his birthplace. Cannot pronounce because Christ. <laughs> I'm going to try it. Hold on. Why don't you try it? Like, yeah, remember when Man- you tried to do your, your Italian accent last time? Mangande Nyuk. <laughs> Nailed it. Ooh. Okay, I take it back. You shouldn't have done that. I know. We, we, we can go and cut that part out. All right, please do. Where did you Where did you find this? I've never heard this stuff before. Um, I mean, I'd heard I'd heard it. I know it's, I mean, it's what I know about NorthKorea.com. Yeah. <laughs> Heavensgate.com slash NorthKorea. Yeah. <laughs> Same hosting we have. Um, so like, the, and, the, and then they always, they often have the images of them, like giant paintings of them, like propaganda looking paintings yeah of yeah, them. yeah yeah um and like the, the bigger the building the bigger the build the bigger the image has to be um regulated proportion so you can't have like a tiny picture of him wow on a, that's nuts um, his birthplace has become a place of pilgrimage uh and, and so he basically why he like here's a little insight into why he started his own cult of personality um he when his grandfather how does it how does it work uh well, the grandfather is the uh, father of a father, and then the no, father is the father of a son. All right, so here's it. <laughs> Kim Il-sung's father was um, often sent to fetch wine for one of his teachers. So, like, the colonel's okay. great-grandfather. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, so the, the founder of North Korea, the original leader of North Korea's father, was telling this yep. anecdote about how his father was often set to fetch wine for one of his teachers who frequently drank until one day his father saw the drunken teacher fall face first into a ditch. And this led to a confrontation in which his father shamed and embarrassed the teacher into giving up wine altogether. And the moral that he drew from that story was, um, if pupils peep into their teacher's private life frequently, they lose their awe of him. And the teacher must give the pupils the firm belief that the teacher neither eats nor urinates. Only then can he maintain his authority at the school. So essentially, he should set up a screen and live behind it. So you set up this like bigger than life persona that no one can question. Mm. Like that's what he took away from it is here's what I've got to do. I need to make... You know, I need to be bigger than life. It's like mm. Batman, actually. Mm. Hey, there's an idea or whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of stopped yeah. listening. I started, I started tuning out when you said pupils peep. That's kind of what I ended. You idiot. Um, I like know that. your limits, Master Wayne. Yeah. Batman has no limits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, he, but so, you know, he had the support of Russia, Kim Il-sung did. Of course. And the thing is annoying is that they all have such similar names. It's like easy to start mixing them up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Kim Il-sung, the original founder, uh, he created this way of life that's like not quite communism. It's called Juch, J-U-C-H-E. Mm-hmm. And it's like this, it's this belief system that North Korea is like now founded on, is based on, um, that basically is like this like weird form of nationalism where it's like our co- rise up your country and exclude everyone else, which is exactly mm. what they've done. They've shut themselves off, but we've also seen human rights violations. Mm-hmm. Um, J-U-C-H-E yes. is the word for their form of nationalism? Well, it's their belief structure. I've never and heard that before. I never okay. heard either. But like to the point where in 97, they like uh, they started over 
they, they don't even follow the Gregorian calendar anymore. They use the jo- Jewish era dating system. Which, really? Which places the birth of Kim Il-sung as year one. Whoa. So they're year. So they're nuts. So 2019 is Jush 108. So they're, they're, the world is 108 years, basically. Oh, that's crazy. So basically, they believe that the world is as old as North Korea. I don't know if that's true, if they believe the world is, but that's where they keep track of years. That's crazy. It is crazy. I was like, what? And there is no year zero. It starts at year which programmers would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's not even good math. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Um, Y2K, Y2K. <laughs> oh, they'll get there. Um, so Kim Jong-il... <laughs> Uh, so in keeping mm-hmm. with the modern mythology that pervades Father North Korea, of the current guy. Yes. So he's the guy Dead from... Dead father so, of the current guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the one from uh, uh, the guy from South Park's. They made South Park. Puppet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's Kim yeah. Jong-il. Yeah. It's Kim Jong-il. Um, uh, so he basically they have to... He kept with the their version of history, uh, which is important to the cult of personality and political role. It, it was basically... They basically said that Kim Jong-il was born on Mount Pate. To, uh, at his father's secret base in 1942, but he was actually born in 1941. And like, that's just the way it was. And they just don't believe in anything from zero to one. I guess not. <laughs> uh, but that is, and his birth no was heralded, his birth was heralded by a swallow and caused winter to change to spring, a star to illuminate the sky and a double rainbow to. Jeez. Wow. Like, it's so interesting, the weird specifics they have. Yeah, yeah, a double rainbow, by the way, which it's is beautiful. like. Beautiful. <laughs> whatever, like that too. <laughs> So beautiful. Um, I always felt bad for that guy actually because he's just like he was just tripping. I think he, they found out he was tripping on mushrooms or something. Oh yeah, yeah. He yeah. was just having like a nice experience on mushrooms yeah. by yes. himself, not hurting anybody. They put it and on it was like, fault. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He put it up. That's true. He did put it online. That was his own fault. So. It did take off though, dude. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta tell you this. This is not related, but um. So I'm helping my sister in law do some remodeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking up a little bit of like, you know, to, to make sure I knew what I was doing with something. I looked up this video about how to flooring yeah. YouTube video. And the video I found is, let me see if I can find it again. Cause it, uh, it's worth, we'll, we'll cut out some parts of it. Okay. Uh, so you can hear the video playing. All right. So cut out the relevant, relevant parts, but just watch this video enough to see the dude that's it. how to install laminate plank flooring. Just real quick. Give the dude a second. Notice anything. The black weird? Eye? Yes. Why? Why? Why is he shooting a fucking video with a black eye? <laughs> it's like a legit like 12 minute long video on how to install plank flooring and the dude just wait till your eye heals <laughs> it's a legit shiner i was like shiner why would he be doing like just wait a week and we're filming the video yeah then. give it, it a few days it blew my mind that somebody would put that on <laughs> youtube um so yeah i don't know what the, fuck it like installing laminate plank flooring is never an emergency. No. So just like, just wait till your eye heals. Like you know every, I mean? It's got 3 million views. Every comment <laughs> is like, I see what you did there. Like all these eye puns. Even the guy that P-Y-E, wrote it's like, yeah. I'm glad you guys have been keeping an eye on this. Like, the, he could have at least put a patch on and then I'd be like, oh, okay, dude. He's missing an eye. I'd rather him be missing an eye. I'd rather him be missing an eye than have a black eye. I mean, honestly, honest. I'd rather him have a black eye because it's way funnier and interesting, but. Yeah, now I want to know why he has a black eye. Like, why did he get a f- So, yeah. um, All right, so let me get back to the, <laughs> the matter at hand. <laughs> uh, so, like, right, so the claims, uh, just like those solving, uh, surrounding his father, continued throughout his life. Uh, starting in the 70s, he began to contemplate the succession the father did, uh, grandfather. Um, and then, eventually, he started referring to his son as the party center, and that he even referenced our great Sir Yong, which means uh, supreme leader, 
Uh, mm-hmm. In 77, he confirmed that his succession by name and published in a booklet, which said is the heir. He's the only heir that he was a loyal servant and had inherited all of his father's virtues and that all party members were to pledge their loyalty. Mm. Uh, they were also urged to support his absolute authority and to obey him unconditionally. Uh, prior to 1996, Kim Jong-il did not let any statues of himself be erected and discouraged portraits. However, in 96, schools were required to build a separate room to start dealing have Basically, have, he had his own. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Um, That's crazy. Can now, you imagine, like, y- you walk into an American school and you there's and this is any school in america in any of the 50 states and there's one class one room that's dedicated solely to the history of just your life and it's fake history yeah right it's just george that, washington chopping down a chair is that essentially what i'm what he had here is that what you're saying yes it was to teach them all wow. the magic about him that's out of hand and it's all fake like it's most of it's made up right it is but like people love him like or the original guy um yeah, it's weird. And so, like, they had to – they put in the rooms, and they all include a model of his birthplace. Uh, uh, there's approximately 40,000 research leaders. Do, do they love him because of the made-up stuff, or they just love him because they love him? Um, They love – well, so the question that a lot of people ask are, do they love him because of fear of reprisal, or do they actually love him? Yeah. And it's I would say sub- fear of reprisal. Sub- right, but that's because they don't – but they don't know any better. They They – I mean, they don't – they some some of them do love the original guy like they look at him like christians look at the savior Oof, that's you know? that's crazy that i'm kind of uh, yeah make, paraphrasing yeah yeah um yeah so it's it's interesting so i'm going to get to a little bit of that in it yeah um so between 73 and 2012 uh jong il accumulated no fewer than 54 titles <laughs> world's strongest man <laughs> yeah uh, so some of them are just a little repetitive. most korean korean guy yeah. uh, central committee of the workers party of korea that's his mm-hmm. okay yeah. standard communist name yeah yeah okay this is the english translation superior okay. person okay <laughs> dear, I mean, dear leader yeah. which is what i think we know is the one dear leader like how do you spell it d-e-r okay. he's a leader of all he's the leader okay goat leader no um so, Adam, stop bucking around. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry. He's just horny for this stuff. Um, so respected leader, wise leader, brilliant leader, unique leader, dear leader, who is a perfect incarnation of the appearance of that of a leader should have. <laughs> Good Lord. That's a title? That's yes. one title. Commander in chief, great leader, father of the people, son of the communist future, shining star of uh. Pig 2 Mountain, guiding Sun Ray, leader of the revolutionary armed forces, leader, general, great leader of our party and of our nation, great general, beloved and respected general. Like, is there somebody whose job is to read this every time he's going to talk? Glorious, <laughs> glorious man who descended from heaven. Glorious general who descended from heaven. Invincible and triumphant general. Like, I, this is a sports <laughs> car, right? And it's a midlife yeah, crisis. Like, I imagine, like, he's like, please, everybody stand for your honor. He just pulls out the scroll. It's like, the king, general, king, sir, man, with the thing. Just like this long yes. page of all- Respected leader with big old dick, and his big old dick is also a respected leader. He's yeah, got twice as many medals as any of you. <laughs> Even crazy. his dick has more medals than you do. Leader of goats. So the thing that's the craziest is most of which have nothing to do with any at all with real political or military accomplishments. As a matter of fact, he never had military training. But he's called like a general. Yes. Yeah. In a number yeah. of ways. Like, yeah. Um, Technically, tr- Trump drafted the Dodge or dodged the draft. Good lord. Oh, <laughs> you're drunk. 
Can you guys cut that out? He It'll drafted a dodge. Yeah, can you fix that? No, I leave it. He out. also might have done that. I don't really yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, so over the course of his life, the government issued numerous propaganda reports of the great accomplishments achieved by Jong Il, such as that he could walk and talk before the age of six months. Ah, oh, gee. There's uh, no such thing because he was born at the age of one. <laughs> oh, that's true. A good call. I thought there's Adam. no such. Yeah. Uh, the North Korean newspaper. Uh, reported that an unidentified French fashion expert said of Kim's fashion, um, Kim Jong-il mode, which is now spreading expeditiously worldwide. So essentially they were saying his fashion, which basically he was wearing a featureless button-up shirt and a weird jacket. Like you've seen pictures. An Um, unidentified French fashion expert. So they reported. (laughs) An oof. It's it's a kimono, by the way. Oh, wait, it's not a kimono. So you've seen the look. Um, Yeah. So essentially, that work, yeah. his his fashion is taking the world by storm. If the no, French are saying if the French are saying that's the fashion trend, I mean everyone's going to follow. Well, everybody knows could, French fashion. It's the French, yeah. But it's like the newspaper is saying that happened. They also said he could control the weather based on his mood. <laughs> Wait, what? They said he could Sorry? control the weather based on his mood. <laughs> is that mood ring? No, it's Storm from the X Men. Um. The, She's underrated, by the way, I feel, as far as X-Men go. People hate so, on her too much. Um, well, controlling the weather is pretty fucking awesome. It's really cool, but it's just portrayed yeah. badly, I think. Yeah. It is portrayed badly, yeah. yeah. Um, Wolverine's awesome, of course, but, but Storm, she holds her I don't think yeah. Wolverine's that good. I think Storm is, like, way better power than Wolverine. Really? Except for the, except for the, re, the regen part is pretty cool, but, the, like, the whole metal part, that blows ass. Right, but she can, like, use the weather to toss his ass into space. Yeah. And then, and then what does he do then? Exactly. He's done for. Yeah. Justin? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, in addition to that, the North, uh, the the Korean Central News Agency also reported, among other things, that according to eyewitness accounts, nature and the sky unfolded such mysterious ecstasy in celebration of the birthday. Of- uh, and it's called her- rain. Yeah, it rained that day. <laughs> yeah. So after he died, uh, which happened in December seventeenth, two thousand eleven, <clears throat> which is surprisingly recent. The- when was that? December seventeenth, when? Two thousand eleven. It's my sister's birthday. Um, On two thousand eleven. <laughs> Well, not 2011, but yeah, to the, to, yeah, yeah, good oh, call. Summer, summer. Yeah, um, said that really layers weird. of ice erupted with an unprecedented loud crack at Chon Lake on Mount Paktu, uh, and a snowstorm with strong winds hit the area. Okay. A political paper by Sum Jong Un sought to solidify his father as the Eternal General Secretary of our party. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh shit! I Is he a big general party? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but he, there was a manda- there was a mandatory hundred day mourning period for Kim Jong Un's Kim Jong Il. Yeah, and when you say mandatory, that that's what I was talking about. <clears throat> yes, you have to show up and you have to have tears. Otherwise, you are like punished somehow. I don't know how they punish you, but, but like you have to be crying and so, like sad. You have to show sadness. Many people legit mourned him. Yeah, but not for the full hundred days. A lot of that was because of expectation for receiving. Yeah. yeah. Do you realize how long a hundred days is? That's three months yeah, and like ten days. It's a long yeah. time. Yes. It's a long time to just like pretend to be sad. So or be sad. I mean it, but yeah, it's it's not impossible. But I'm just saying, like, man. Yeah. Uh, it's a long time. So a lot of yeah. people in the West thought it was uh, insincere, um, but those that were were subject to punishment, and in some cases may have been. Ex- yeah. Um, so apparently there was a person named Kim Choi. And it was another high-ranking official that apparently they had doubts raised about his credibility. He was killed, but then some of it, like, getting rid of dissenters. They're still doing that now, you know? He is. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, he had yeah. his uncle killed. Um, I don't know if you remember that. In 2013, Kim Jong-un yeah. had his uncle killed. I do. Yeah. People just start just off the map. Yes. In an airport. Well, in an airport in a different country. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. like in South Korea or Japan or something like that. He was killed. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord. Yeah. It was his father's. It's crazy to think that that, that stuff is still happening like in 2019, you know? 2013 yeah. is when that. Um, yeah. Still. It was a, it was a formal three-year mourning. But it was 100 days of grief. Uh, in 2015, at the end of the formal three-year mourning period for the death of Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un ordered the, ordered the, uh, Kim Jong-un ordered the construction of new monuments to be built in every county in North Korea. Uh, extensive renovations to the Memorial Palace have also been, um, but is putting a huge, a heavy financial burden on an economy that's already struggling due to years of chronic mismanagement and <laughs> international mm-hmm. Um Imagine. Yeah, so crazy the personality cult they just I, I wanted to i wanted to know after reading about that what is it like what's it really like there so i found yeah. people talk defectors mm. defectors where yeah. did they go they defected. south korea other countries well um, <laughs> i know they defected but where did they go uh, so it's, the ocean. It's, i found a couple amas of people you know what amas are <laughs> yeah ask, ask me anything so they're on reddit yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's a couple amas from and people say okay so just out of curiosity why did the government not plan for the death of jong-il this guy i mean they, the guy had to go sometime why not just say he must ascend to the immortal plane or whatever if the guy dies and it's like what happened because they thought he was god a god and the person says i think that people believe it kind of like in the bible uh well that's the case for children but then you grow up and realize those stories do not make sense but you still have to memorialize it or memorize it well for the school test in order to graduate well from school or recently mm. uh, amongst close friends people this kind of ideological education will not actually help you like there's some, there's dissent happening, especially because it's like they I read they basically they're told they're the be, the best off of all the countries. Like while it's not great here, they don't say it like that, but every other country has it even. Oddly mm-hmm. enough, fair amount of Trump supporters say the same exact thing. What's that? Right, that you have it better here. Why would you want to go anywhere else? Well, you, you just said that like the, the leader of Korea tells the the, the North Koreans that. This is the best country you could live. There's no reason to go any to any other country. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a fair amount of like Trump people. Like so, like you know, a lot of celebrities are saying. I think, tri- I think a lot of Americans feel that way, though. But I mean, America is a pretty you think so? Free play. I mean, yeah, I think it's I mean, America wide. America is not terrible, but there are some countries that have certain things that are better than us. So I mean, like, I agree with yeah, that. Like but when we say we're the greatest, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when, right. When yeah. We when we're, we're rated, greatest, we're not. Right. Yeah. But, it's but like, low, especially like education. Like I agree, but like holistically, when it comes to like all the factors, yeah, America's still pretty fucking good, dude. Like it is. Yeah. And one of the things is that we're allowed to leave and like walk around and like go yes. to other places and experience yes. it and be like, "What do you think?" Right? Where they're just like, These "No, don't." Can. It's right. bad. Well, that's what you're what yeah, you're describing is fair. nationalism, uh, mm-hmm. a nationalist society. Like that's North Korea. Just North Korea is the best, and that's but the people don't know any better. Like I was mm-hmm. reading a thing that's like um, apparently there's a river that separates North Korea and China. And that's mm-hmm. how a lot of people defect is this river. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's become such a, there's been so many defectors that like. Mm-hmm. Really? But they, they said, well, what did you, what do you think now? They'd ask these people like, what do you think now uh, that you're out? Or what did you think before if you ever saw like um, external media? Like they would see like, apparently they would see Chinese like romance movies and stuff like that and be like, there's no way that's what life's like. I, they couldn't comprehend the freedom these people had. Yeah, it didn't make any sense. But now that they're out it's and living nuts. in the world, they're like, it took a, there was an adjustment period, but now it's like, oh, I get it. It was terrible. There. Yeah, and I think it's a difference, right? It's like if you, once again, like you can, every country's gonna be like, yeah, we're 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 cool, we're we're an awesome country or whatever. Like everyone, every country wants people to stay. Yeah. But but when you give people the freedom to leave and do whatever, like say whatever, do whatever you want, you have freedom to to leave or come back or experience what you want to experience and make your own decisions, and then you come back and say, listen, America is still fucking good. Yeah. Then it's like then it makes sense. That's an educated decision. But if you're just yeah. like, 
you can't leave. We're the best. Trust us. That's it's very like a 1984 stuff. Yeah. Right. Where they're, you're controlling their thought. I mean, it's propaganda, but it's also used to control the people if you don't know any better. Um, right. Yeah. So this so this person is her name is Ju uh, Yang uh, is a North Korean defector. My parents and this is their my parents defected to South Korea first, but maintained contact. And, and I in 2010, I escaped too. And in 2011, I reunited with my family. So they there's like a thing uh, called the Liberty in North Korea International Organization that helps mm -hmm. supporting. North. Um, wow. Yeah. So it's somebody asked the question, you say your parents defected first. Did the North Korean government know about this? And did you face any? Right. Cause like, mm. I feel like the family of people that defect, like they tell you if somebody leaves, then whoever you leave behind is going to be punished. Right. Yeah. And so the answer to that was in North Korea, it's very hard to know the weather for. Um, so we made a cover story that my father had died at sea. My mother and other families had left our house to my father. So I was in my house by myself, but the secret police came and asked me questions. And I stuck to the story and told them that my family had become separated and walled their question. Uh, I knew that the secret police used people in the neighborhood to monitor my behavior, but I just pretended not to notice and carried on. So like, and wow. I, don't, I don't know if you've seen, I think it's, but essentially like, I don't remember what it's from, but essentially like kids turning in parents in societies for like mm -hmm. dissension. Yeah. Like your own children. Like my dad's not an ally of the state. Reminds me of a, uh, also it's 1984, but also Equilibrium in the movie. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Great movie. I couldn't, yeah. I didn't yeah. want to say that's what it was, but that's what I thought. Yeah. Equilibrium, the movie where the concept is if you, you can't feel emotions anymore. Like you have to you take, take a pill pills. every day. Yeah. yeah. You take a pill every day. So you don't feel emotions. Yeah. Uh, Which, but it, yeah, but it like forces adherence to the state. And then when mm -hmm. he stops taking it for a while and then there's that kid that watches like knows that he's, he's not taking it. Yeah. Yeah. That was what I was pissed. Yeah. That's a cool movie. I didn't watch the movie. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, right. Uh, in your North, so during your time in North Korea, did you ever view any Western media? Oh, yeah. Yes, I watched a lot. I don't remember all the Tolo 07, James Bond, Drop Zone. Uh, hmm. We used to think that Westerns were somehow more advanced than if you watched them. Talk about them. With, um, I don't know. It's just so interesting, huh. like the random stuff that. Yeah. Uh, what was it like to go from a world with very little of today's modern to a world with the internet? And, um, at first, it was like arriving. It was kind of like arriving in the modern world time machine. There were so many things I didn't know. Another by Trump. Uh, even typing on a computer is really novel. And it's been three years. Even now, there's still a lot of new. That's crazy. So this is four. Like, years, this is four years ago. Can you imagine me like in a capsule and then like popping up like now, like from like 20 years ago, and popping up now and being like, "Good luck in the world." Mm -hmm. It'd be like, right? Yeah. Mind yes. fuck. Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's equal parts like liberating and all. Well, now I have to like figure out how to survive in like a world that's way more advanced than the one I've been living in for like most of my life, anyways. Yeah. You know like, what's I mean? his what's his face? The, like, old, the old guy from Shawshank. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah just, uh, oh wow. Kind of, that's kind call. of like time travel. Uh, uh, damn it, Adam. It was name, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, Something damn it. was not here. red. If anybody but should the know first this. Guy, yeah. Yeah. Brooks, Brooks. Brooks was here. Brooks, God. Yeah. Brooks Damn was there. Yeah. Yeah. Brooks had been institutionalized oh. for most of his life. He'd been in the prison most of his yeah. life. And then they finally released him in like what the thirties or forties. And he's like, cars well, and stuff. There's like, yeah, there's like cars whizzing past him. He's like, what the car doing here? He's yeah. like, I can't survive in this world. He just hangs himself. Yeah. So side note, if they had to make me physically cry and mourn for a hundred days, I would just think of shank redemption every day for that hundred days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me give you some more stuff here. 19 years, Adam. 19 years. So let me give you some more stuff here. Um, so yeah. what kind of feelings did you have when you arrived in South Korea and saw the quality of life that many people have? Uh, how did you adjust to this? I'm interested. I'm most interested in the psychological experience someone goes through. So when I got here, the answer is when I got here, I felt like South Koreans could eat the kind of food that North Korea 
Uh, most ordinary North Koreans eat corn rice as their staple, but that is rough. But on special days, Kim Il-sung's birthday, some eat white rice. Oh, awesome. It's crazy. It's in for... fact, some people can't even Spoiled. eat white rice on their special But in South Korea, even homeless people eat white rice. Oh, wow. That's as far nuts. as how I adjusted, it all tastes pretty good. Jeez. It's insane. The, the if I had a diet of brown rice, God, fucking kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you'd be in awesome shape, though, Adam. I guess, yeah. I'm my fat ass North American self. Yeah, pudgy, flabby. Justin, you should start having like a brown rice diet. <laughs> Maybe. Um, okay. So there's a second. There's another person. I found a second defector question, guys. Because okay. it was very like yeah, that was yeah. what the the cult of personality was fascinating, but like what a real person on the ground felt and experienced. Really, sure. in my like the, the sure. idea that there's secret police that have other people watching because otherwise they'll get in trouble. Yeah, is like you it's can't like, trust. There's no one you can trust. Would you equate their yeah. secret police to like? I know you weren't alive, obviously, but the SS. It or... sounds like McCarthy is like that. Okay, kind of thing. okay, They're okay. Like, yeah, everybody's kind of friendly-ish, but like, there's always this like, don't say the wrong thing, or I'm going to question yeah. your loyalty. Yeah. That, okay. I think. 1984. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, so when so this person's story. North Korean defector. She's a mother who escaped North Korea to save the life of her own child. She lives in Canada now. Um, mm. That must be awesome, by the way, because Canada is like Canada is like freer than America, like with some of their like rules and like stuff and their laws. Complete opposite. Yeah. yeah, she lives in yeah, Toronto. That's, yeah, uh, must right. be amazing. Man. So here's the first question: When Kim Jong Il died, we saw a lot of pictures of crying matters. A lot of people implied this for show. My question is, do you think the majority of those reactions still heard a lot of stories about people who were arrested to cry or were hard enough? I think this is something you were just talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this person says, I wasn't in North Korea when Kim Jong-il died, but when Kim Il-sung died, I was genuinely sad. We cried from, from the 10th day. I had no more tears and forced myself. And if we didn't continuously cry and be very sad for our loyalty, we cried even harder than when our relatives, people weren't arrested. Like still, even 10 days for like somebody who's not like, a significant other or family. Yes. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Someone you've never met, never like into feelings with for any, any yeah. reason at all. And they died and you have to force feelings for them. Yeah. Like That's I've, nuts. I know like I have friends that have died that like, you know, I've cried and like been sad about for a while, but like crying sure. for 10 days straight. I don't think yeah. that I've done that either. Like, I don't know if I could. Fuck. I mean, it's yeah. Brooks was here. So like, <laughs> so was red. So some more stuff from this woman that left North Korea and lives in um, you, One of the questions was, you escaped in order to save your child's life. So who was going to kill your child? Was it the North Korean government and why? Also, how did you manage to get to Canada? Yeah. And said, yes, the yeah. officials were going to take my child away uh, once born and kill him as the baby's father was a Chinese. Uh, I had the baby at a relative's home in the mountains and crossed the river over to China. My newborn baby was in a plastic bag for protection from the water. I was oh, living in South Korea when I moved to Canada. I came because my oldest son has a disability and I Canada. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Right. So you um, put your kid in a yeah. plastic bag on the way to a place with health benefits? Yeah. Oh, my God. Scary. Yeah. Uh, oh, because this is this one. What is the education system like in North Korea? And what, apart from American propaganda, is taught as part of the modern day science? Yeah. Uh, so there was a strong focus on math and propaganda was incorporated into all of our exercises. For example, if 100 brave North Korean soldiers killed 25 weak Americans in the first battle and 30 in the second battle, how many American wolves did that's how we learn? 55. American wolves? Oh, I, I just did the math in my head. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. It's so 30, the, point it was, the math was, was political and it, was, oh, okay, it had propaganda okay. it was, in it. It's not about propaganda. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's fair. 
Well, yeah, it's nice to know you're saying. immune to propaganda. You're too dumb to understand it. <laughs> I'm just focusing on the math. They killed like, 30 okay. American capitalists. They killed 30 American capitalist pigs in the first right. battle. 25 <laughs> American capitalist pigs in the second battle. 55 yeah. American capitalist pigs. It's easy. Yeah, Checks it's out. simple. Yeah, it's simple math. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just the point of like how they mixed in the propaganda by saying like, because in like our math, it's like Lex yeah. Luthor steals nine watermelons. <laughs> Or whatever. No, they didn't even say Lex Luthor. It's just like you have nine apples and somebody takes one apple from you. And how many do you and how many do you have now? You know? Right. Yeah. You have two apples. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um right. Yeah. Do here's a question. Do most all people in North Korea implicatively which, uh, secretly hate Kim Jong un and the government, or are they truly brainwashed to the point where they know nothing they know nothing could be better? Is there a, is there a lot of learned hunch or mm-hmm. Um I didn't hate the government when I lived in North Korea, and I'm not sure what to think now. Even when my family was starving, we didn't blame our government. We were taught to blame the U.S. for cutting food supplies and live in extreme poverty. Yeah. Um, which is not not true. Yeah. You know. It's easy to blame a part of a complex system that you're not in accordance with. But I mean, the government being psycho. Sure. Uh, like, the cause is hard to see if you're getting, if you're not able to get yeah. all the information. Yeah. The thing is that, when you're at that person's level and all you've ever known is that is the level that, that person's at, do you know if it's the Americans that are cutting off your food supply or do you I'm know sure if you it's don't. your own government? You don't know. You have no clue. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, a lot. Uh, the One of the things is apparently uh, North Korean experts have conducted several refugee surveys in order to track the like changing mentality within North Korea. Um, and one striking thing they notice is that North Korean citizens are criticizing the government more and more. And this has been corroborated with several explicit examples of dissidents um, with, because the black markets are up, which used to be like crushed by the government. And um, they've been almost accepted now a little bit as like, well, this that we can't fight at all. Yeah. The government can't fight at all. So they've got to, um, they're adapting See you to the back people. into it. Yeah. They're, they're you know, um, like torrenting websites or something where you like, you smash one and a bunch of other ones pop like, up. It's one of the, one of the, character. One of the, well, yes, they kind of related to torning is one of the things these people do is they put information on USB keys and like fly them over North Korea and drop them down to people. Uh, What's, okay. Informing them, about, informing them, basically trying to sew account. Really? So you go out in your front lawn, you find a USB, put, put it in your computer and you're like, here's all the right answers. I get, or like, here's how this... the world really is, or here's what you're missing. Really? Know, I don't, I don't know what exactly it's saying, but that's the idea is it has. It's like, God damn it. I was just asking for some white rice. Fuck. <laughs> It's a fucking copy of White Chicks. God damn it! <laughs> the Wayne's Brothers. You're like White Chicks. It was like the wrong episode. It's the Wayne Brothers doing White Face for Christ's yeah. sake. The Wayne Brothers. Uh, so here's a question: Was it difficult to adjust to the freedom and independence you had on the outside world? And they said at first it was hard to adjust because I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what, where to go for help, and I, or what I was allowed to do. However, my mind was at ease because I never, I had no regulated routine, and then I could experience. Um, mm-hmm. It is. It's been really life changing. As you, would, um, I'm assuming that your brain has to like. You're so used to restriction that once you get out of that, your brain has to like relearn how to think without restrict that kind of restriction. Yes, because you've been self restricted. Yeah, I'm betting. I'm betting all the freedoms that you all of a sudden have make you feel a little anxious and scared. To be very probably. honest, yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, this person, she's. They're talking about um, what the the food. There's a food shortage in North Korea outside of Pyongyang. Uh, so I often ate tree bark and other things on the ground. Oof! Isn't that jeez? Tree bark. Yeah. USB sticks. <laughs> um, this is, by the way, this is a North Korean uh, woman, I believe you said, I think Justin. Yeah, got him. That's now living in Toronto. Yeah. Wow. It's. I it's mean, insane. it's a. So there's a bunch of organizations that help the defect. Yeah. It's night and day. It really, it really is. is. There's um, so much freedom in Canada to do anything. There's more freedom 
there than there is here, to be honest. Yeah. So here's a, do people believe the lies they are told about that being normal life in North Korea? And it says, I was taught that we were living the best possible life in North Korea and that every other country was poorer than ours. We were so sheltered that until I was in China, I didn't believe we were living in poverty, even while my family. Uh, North Koreans need to know what life outside North Korea is like. They cannot continue to live the way they're living. It's kind of, that's why all these organizations. Yeah. Uh, these, um, yeah, it said, so he, hey, are North Korean people happy in general? How do they perceive their country and how aware are the people of the country? Uh, it said, no, people are not happy. Uh, there's a reason why people, every day is a struggle and I'm just to have food on my, that seems like a slanted, slanted answer. Like slanted this person answer? wasn't happy. Well, like, how do you know that's everyone's, this is this person's experience. Yeah. Obviously they were so it's fair unhappy yeah. they left a country that was like super dangerous to leave yeah so, yeah um but if one person's having it, it odds are more people are having it yeah i mean if all your sure. friends are having it yeah. yeah yeah so here's this is the last one i'm gonna read from so how did you okay. manage to get out and why don't more people do the same and they're like and they said i went with china, a friend to china to smuggle in rice and i saw how much better life was in china so i just decided to stay in china permanently uh, I defected in 1997, and my experience was not how it is now. With the growing number of North Koreans defecting, it's very dangerous. Security will. Sh- I think it's North Korea. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I was going to ask you earlier. earlier and I spoke, yeah, yeah. That, that was that's my question. Uh, you mentioned earlier, so North Korea has a border with China, and so um, I've heard that. So you can either basically you can either defect to South Korea, which is basically a democratic country, yep. or you can defect north to China, northwest to China. Um, and so you said that you can get shot for trying to defect, but that's by the North Korean border security. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Cause that's what, the, that's what the DMZ is there. I'm sure the DMZ isn't being like, how is it's not created by the fucking South Koreans. No, it's not. Um, so the, well, the what, DMZ what I it? thought was an American creation, the, the demilitarized zone between North and South Korea. It's an American creation? No. I, I thought think, that was an American creation, but I could be wrong. I, that they, there was a cease. Well, so essentially, uh, North Korea invaded South Korea to, re, to yeah. unify Korea. And they were pushed pretty much all the way out of Seoul. Seoul um, yeah. North Korea captured Seoul and pushed them all the way down to the southern tip of the um, yeah. and that then, peninsula. And then the UN and a, a US led UN force landed in September at, at Incheon or something along those lines. And uh-huh. by October had recaptured mm. and then pushed them all the way back up. And I want to say they pushed them out of Pyongyang, mm. but eventually fell back. Um, if you live in North Korea and you try to defect to China, China going to stop you or is North Korea going to stop you? I mean, you're not allowed to cross from other countries. Okay. So, okay. All right. I mean, but it's so the point is it's illegal to do that yeah. in the other countries. We got to build a river. A beautiful river. Um, yeah, yeah. So big concrete river. I know that kind of was not a cult per se, but it's it's. Well, that counts. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I yeah. want. That's what I want. I want uh, it slided in under the wire. You still got two medals. Yeah. If you want <laughs> um, a double, double medal, double gold hero, or whatever. Yeah. It counts. As, it counts as it counts as a cult because of the delusion that's involved. Like yeah. there's there's a leader. It actually, I mean, it's a bigger. It's it's a cult on a it's just a cult on a bigger scale. You know what I mean, it's like a cult with borders. Well, that's why they that's why they call it that a cult. Where yeah. it's like yeah. everyone so, has I mean, to buy into it, and now everyone's so bought into it, like you know, the leadership is because every other person is so bought into it. You can't not be bought into it too, because even the people at the top, like if one person doesn't buy into it, then everyone else turns on you. Mm-hmm. It makes other cults seem nicer because they're not mandatory. <laughs> yes, yes, they're all optional. Uh, 
but I, I think sometimes but actually, leaders, but, you know, things that happen in the mandatory because the person's the leader. Yeah, but like to get the member as a member, it's not like they're just like they don't go like into McDonald's and be like, "Hey, everyone in this McDonald's, you're now part." And you're like, "What? I was just getting a Big Mac, right?" Like, there's they usually like have pamphlets and crap, and you're just like, "Hey, if you want to join us, join us. Yeah, we're gonna be doing yeah. this stuff." Yeah, right. But if the leader of Heaven's Gate was ambitious enough, right? Like if you take his if you take his ambition and you put it to the exponential, you know, number. He basically becomes Kim Jong uh, Il, right? I guess well, maybe if yeah. if he gets enough members and he gets enough of a following, yeah, he basically becomes a, a the leader well, of a small country, right? Know, I mean, but I he think would, the would... idea is in the beginning he seemed to be doing good things, like they were prosperous, but then yes. eventually they stopped. You know, people started uh, like Germany. Them. Germany was for a while prosperous under the tutelage or uh, the. The leadership of uh of, of Adolf Hitler right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's, but it's different when you're leader of a country versus just the leader of a random group of people that you want people to buy into well you don't you don't have an option with with King but John isn't there a gray or, area yeah. in between I mean isn't there sort of a gray area in between a cult leader and like the who's just who's the leader of a country and says uh, you can believe this and you can't believe that and you're punished if you believe if you don't well I mean you're just talking about uh yeah. the presentation of an illusion like a, a manufactured history and all that stuff and controlling people like that's i mean you could work at a company where that yeah know? so I mean, it's like countries are not i mean companies are not run democratically for a reason you know what i mean so you know i mean but it's it's called a cult of personality because everybody buys into it and everybody buys into it right that's that's the reason yeah it's um, interesting gotcha. yeah gotcha. It's, it, i found this super fascinating like all the, the stories the defectors of like i guess i'd always imagined what it's like in north korea yeah and to mm. actually hear it and see, like, man, like eating tree bark—that's nuts. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. That's how. And it, it makes me wonder, like, that, that person that defected to Toronto that you were quoting, basically. Yeah. How, how did they? How did they find out that there is something beyond North Korea? Well, they they talked about it. They said that they were going China and smuggle rice in. Yeah. And then they basically oh, okay, were like, okay, "Oh, China's the shit." Yeah. But I just I'm yeah. curious, like, how they get out into China to begin with. That's yeah. Well, the harder so part. How do they do that? Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, yeah. it's not like there's a person standing. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, they have some hookup because there's probably trade between. Yeah, like not they're not. There's no sanctions between. China. I don't. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I'm curious actually. You know, it, it's funny you mentioned that because <laughs> I was rewatching. Uh, so let's transition segment now, just to you know, just yeah, because it's twelve twelve forty nine. Justin sure. Justin's last time. So, um, I was I was rewatching um Westworld recently, uh, season two. Oh, I haven't it's seen it. Don't, don't spoil season two. I haven't seen it. I will I'm, not spoil. I will I'm not spoil it. Either. I will not spoil it. But there's a there's a point in season but two here's how where it ends. they. God damn it! <laughs> no, 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 no. It turns into Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be so bad. Um, there's a point. There's a point in season two in Westworld where they. Um, that would be so bad. They were a, 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 a certain group enters into a different section of the park. Yeah. And it's not Westworld, but it's a uh, it's a. a a period of Jap uh, yeah, of, of Japanese like history, yeah. 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 It's called it's called the Edo period. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. from like the early 1600s until I th- until I think the mid to late 1800s actually. Okay. So I so just for kicks and giggles, I looked it up and I just thought it was pre- pretty interesting. Where it's a period of time where Japan went um, isolationist, uh, yeah. where they said there's there's going to be no contact with the outside world. That's it. We are going to be just our own country. We're going to do our own thing, and that's that. And I, th- I thought that was pretty interesting that Korea adopted the same thing. Like maybe it's a thing on that part of the world 
where it's on that section of the world where they think, you know what, we're tired of, we don't want to deal with the West and all their bullshit. We just want to be isolationist. Let's just, let's, mm-hmm. it, it, it sort of made me empathize, <laughs> weirdly enough, with the North Korean leaders where they're like, listen, we know what the West does. We know what America does. They fuck around in the Middle East. They fuck around in South America and they just put their puppet governments in there and just to get oil and this, that, and the other. Why don't we just say, fuck it? We're just going to be like, nobody can touch us. We, we're isolationists. Well, we want to not be bothered. MC Hammer, you can't touch us. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's, right, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, the, yeah. Can right. I transition? No, no, that's fine. So I don't know where the. Real... So my topic oh, is yeah, Scientology. It, yeah. <laughs> Dude, so you my are just a master is... of grace. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make a segue because I, because Justin's thing was very interesting, but and I it touched on something that I was thinking about recently and looked researching it recently. Um, but my topic is Scientology, so okay. it's basically um, well, it's uh, it, it, boy to, to say it's a cult is a little dismissive um, because you could you could just as easily call it a religion, sure, because the stuff that they believe in is just as ridiculous as any other religion that you guys already know of currently right so you know like in the west here we have the christian religion which believes that jesus walked on water that he rose from the grave after being dead for three days um some pretty amazing stuff um scientology has aliens coming out of volcanoes and it's just it gets it gets out of hand so um well let's just i guess let's just just dive right in but the cult that i picked the cult that i picked was scientology right you know what it is john Um, i think that yes cults are generally viewed as like weird so different offshoot regular sure and they're very controlling of their members often and i think that's why some people think about scientology as they're very controlling of their members and it is i mean it is just as weird the backstory but sure and 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 that's where the fine line is actually because i feel like people People are very quick to dismiss Scientology as a cult and just say it's weird and say it, it, it's it's crazy. But I think that's only because it was founded in like 1952. Right. You know like what I mean? Years, like, what are they exactly. I mean, like hopefully if it they're lasts, gone, but... hopefully they're gone. But if it lasts another, you know, a, a big segment of time, like it's all it's all it's all a, a product of the amount of time that you're around. So if they last for like a certain amount of time, people are going to be like, well, Scientology might just be legit. But like, you know. Like Christianity has some just just as odd beliefs as Scientology, yeah, but sure. they've been around for two thousand years plus or minus, sure. and people, so it's like whatever we have to be we have to treat them with respect. You know, they have like a whole city in, inside of the country of Italy well, with like, like people a guy were alive with a tall hat. when this thing was Scientology. Yes, correct. Like they were and alive also before it was created, and also they're in a yeah. time where that's true. Yeah, there are people that were born before Scientology was created. And can say, well, this is ridiculous. It's stupid. Um, but but still, like, you have to sort of it, – it's funny the way that they op- – so I'll, I'll go into a, a small amount of history because there is a ton of material surrounding Scientology. Yeah. Um, you guys have probably heard of L. Ron Hubbard already, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I started fun, Science- uh, s- Star Trek. The telescope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, that was Hubble, and uh, Justin, <laughs> that was Gene Roddenberry. All right. So, But that's good. I appreciate that. He started um, the Scientology basically in 1952. Yeah. And it was sort of started out as a sort of – now, basically, there are quotes from him nowadays that have already been discovered where he said, I started Scientology as a way to make money. So 
it's kind of it's kind of already been debunked. But but the thing is, even though it's been debunked, there are continents and there are there are places that there there are what do you say stations or, or a church? I guess you'd say churches yeah, actually. Churches. Yeah, churches essentially. Yeah, still open. Like Clearwater is like their flagship. Clearwater, Florida. That's that's like. West Coast, far. Central Florida, yeah, from where yeah. you're from, Adam, right, right. Yeah, within, within like an hour, where I'm from. Yeah, so that that's that's like their flagship place. Um, of nice, course, nice that's, their, that's their headquarters. Of course, yeah, that's their main headquarters. And and of course, well, you say that, but like Take a Los Angeles, but, <laughs> but 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 Los Angeles is kind of like the the place where they're like, well, this is where we get all the fucking money from. You know what I mean? That's where all the the they can yeah. snag all these like actors and like open minded people and stuff and these sort of gullible people, right? Yeah, it's a lot of cougars that are in Clearwater though. A lot of what? Cougars. Cougars in Clearwater. Cougars. Cougars. We're not talking about the animal. <laughs> I, There's probably a couple of those. But we've I talked, don't know we've an talk, animal. We've talked about Have yeah. we? Cougars? Cougars? Like the middle-aged Oh, yeah. You were, you were like, excuse mm-hmm. me? I'm you were like, shut up. Stop talking about anything else. Just tell me about the cougars. <laughs> Did you say cougars as in older women that yes. are that are into? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. They're that's open-minded. Where, that's where they're they're Scientology. Well, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, I might be I might, <laughs> might be on board with Scientology. Thetan's going. I Thetan's going. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, so the thing with Scientology is, is it's huge and it's been in the news a lot lately. Um, and uh, there's been t- a ton of documentaries that have come out very recently about it. You can check A&E, you can check Netflix, you can check HBO. There are doc- documentaries all over the place. And basically all of them are anti-Scientology. And I get it, right? Like there's a guy, the, the guy, the head of it, L. Ron Hubbard, you know, he started this. There's quotes of, of him saying, "I started this basically to make money." The, the best way he said, the, "He said the best way to make money is to start your own religion." He's not wrong. I mean, Scientology has a ton of people with money at the very top. Yeah. Um, you guys know of Tom Cruise already. Yep. Um, uh, John Travolta is at the top as well. Smith, um, I believe Will Smith. I believe was a myth. I think he. I think they've, they've gone back on that and said he's actually part of it. They only said that because Jada Pinkett was seen at like one of their events and yeah. she was kind of hanging around because she, she said come again beck yeah. beck yeah. is he was beck is a legit sci- beck is a legit scientologist really yes. which yes, bums correct. me out every time i think about it. that he bums me out too of, man because he's a great musician he's yeah. a great musician yeah and the thing is like you, you don't i mean you know what what sucks about it is you don't have to hate on the members because there are talented intelligent members of scientology you're just saying that because you but love Sci- tom <laughs> I love be Beck. Fair, so I'll agree with you. I love Beck too. Tom Cruise, if we're being honest, is a legit actor. Am I wrong? Compared to Beck? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's also, if he's doing the things that are claimed of him because of Scientology, he's a piece of shit. Yes. And, I, and I'm not a fan. Like, if he's, if he's aware of and is promoting the things that Scientology does at its very base levels, then. Yeah. That sucks. But if he's sure. if he if he's unaware of it, you trying to tell me that he's acting his way through being at the top of Scientology. I mean, so I want to say unaware no, at this because... point he's unaware with how much discussion there is around. No, I know. I think he's aware of the discussion, but I think he was a famous actor before Scientology started getting exposed. Well, because because he credits a lot of his success to his teachings in Scientology. Oh. So, are you trying to say yeah. that? He does believe it. Or are you trying to say that he's acting like he believes oh, he's a good actor? He like for sure. He for sure believes it. The problem, are you sure about that? You sure well, about I know as of recently he might have denounced it. Actually, okay. if he's like if he's like Joaquin Phoenixing this entire thing, 
where he's like oh, been no. acting in it for years yeah. and then he pops down and he's like jk guys i got him i that would be awesome it, it, it would be but i don't see it happening because yeah. I, I think tom cruise is a little gullible to be very honest yeah. um from what I've seen it, from the Scientology sort of footage. Like, you know, there's nothing special. Yeah. You know, they're just regular people. Yeah. They are. But, but skill not set, every... Their skill set doesn't make them less gullible. Doesn't make them better yeah. people. Doesn't make them smarter. They're just good at acting. That's the yeah. only thing that makes an actor an actor. Yeah. But, and their we va- but we value acting on a level that's unheard of. No, no, I right? understand like, that, But I'm just telling you that they're just as susceptible as a person that works at Burger yeah. King. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're not they're, infallible they're, people. Yeah. They're, 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 they're just people when all is said and done, they're, they're just regular people. But yeah. at the same time, like put yourself in the position where you have to act. Like it's not, it's, it's easier said than done. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people can watch a Tom Cruise movie and say, well, I can just do what he's doing. Well, like, well, can you though? Like, I mean, uh, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate because I feel like, I mean, no, because if everybody training. could, then they then they yeah. would. Or yeah. A certain amount of required part of it. A certain amount of it is trained. Just and what's just... and what's interesting about Scientology is that I mean, if you, I mean, I I had a I had a sort of a brief period where like I sort of fell into this like uh, spirituality uh, thing for a little while, and I was kind of like, if you read the stuff that Scientology puts out there, it's 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 very vague and very. Um, well, that's uh, to get you hooked. Exactly, but it can it, it can kind of bring in anybody. You know what I mean? Like if you go to yeah. their site, like you're, you're, you're like if you if you watch the documentaries on it, which are always anti Scientology. I get it. I mean, I, I'm I'm not trying to join Scientology anytime God. soon. I was a little worried yeah. this episode was going. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. But um, if you watch the documentaries on it, you're like, Jesus Christ, this shit is terrible. Like, yeah. like you hear the true stories about what Scientology is doing. It's terrible right okay. like the people at the very bottom are getting screwed badly right people at the top are getting are, are getting awesome shit like you know a uh, starring role in a risky business but okay, so, wait, so what 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 is scientology what is the science scientology okay so give podcast. me give it's... me your give me your take on what scientology is and why it's sure. not for you sure so what scientology is is sort of a pseudo psychology Right. So L. Ron Hubbard started it as sort of a he's very anti-psychology. You can actually find footage of Tom Cruise saying how psychology is just a way of ruining uh, humans, uh, basically. Right. Um, L. Ron Hubbard, even though he started it as a way of making money, he he positioned it as a way of being the anti-psychology. So everything that's in psychology is BS and everything that's in Scientology is correct. But it, there, there's a lot of gray area there where they just sort of meet on the same exact principles, right? Okay. But what, um, what is Scientology that's not psychology? So, so when they, so the way of recruiting people, just for just as an example, they have the the machine that they hook you up to, and they put the the the, the uh, nodes on your head basically, sure, yeah, yeah. and they're basically measuring your emotions by asking you certain questions that can trigger you, right? Like things that would trigger any human, like. Let's hear about some traumatizing thing that happened in your childhood. And everybody has some sort of thing that happened in their childhood that was terrible or weird or just something that changed them completely, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. everybody has something. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was around fifth grade, right? It's around fifth grade. Well, it was probably fifth grade. Yeah, it was definitely fifth it grade. It was a sure. round fifth grade for Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you back then. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
that fast. You apologized. Uh, <laughs> That's fun, jerk. Well done, Adam. That's fair. Mm. Um, so basically, and and I mean, if you the um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name of the movie at the moment. The one that has oh, yeah. <laughs> what is it? what John? There's a there's a movie that has Joaquin and it's basically it's it looks like the history of Scientology. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of it right now. I cannot. Um, no, it's science. Come on, science. Science. Scientology. Science. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> swing away, Merle. Swing away. People people hate on science way too much. I really. But well, um, I, like, I like science anyway. I did too. Yeah, science is good. Like That's when one that of, alien walks in front of the window. Yeah, Jeez. yeah it's, <laughs> oh, it's been a while. It's good. Um, I'm trying to think of the movie that Joaquin Phoenix is in, but basically he plays a person who becomes a member of a cult, right? Um, and the cult mm, is yeah. if you if you sort of read into it, I, I gotta got to get the name of the movie. I'm looking it up right now to be honest, but um, it's called The Master. Um, and uh, yeah, the, I've never the, seen it. It's a, it's an absolutely fantastic movie, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy who plays the head of the cult. Um, I mean, this is basically, it's mirroring Scientology. So he sits there and he interviews you one-on-one. And Mm -hmm. uh, this is the cult leader talking to somebody who who he wants to be as a member. And it's someone who's basically been marginalized and victimized and is not a normal member of society, not a successful member of society. He's been, he was uh, in the army, sent off to war. He came back. He's got psychological issues. He's, He's not, his IQ isn't the highest, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So he's interviewing you and he finds embarrassing things about your past, things that you don't want to admit to anybody and things that everybody has in their past that they don't, they don't want to admit at all anyways, right? You know, because mm-hmm. everybody has something that they're like, oh, that's so embarrassing. It's so cringeworthy. You know what I mean? So they get leverage on you? Is that what you're saying? They get leverage and they, and, they, and they have that against you. And now you're a member and now you can't, now, you're bu- now you've bought into it. We've talked about this in other podcasts where like secret societies do. They do. They, they, can, they get le- blackmail leverage, basically, and then you're in it. As a matter of fact, I think it was Skull and Bones. Yeah, right. That you were talking about a Matt, doing that. the Matt Damon that I'm. The scene, yeah. There's a scene where they strip you down naked, and they you're just laying like horizontally, and there's like all these like members are like the people who are already members, and they're around you, mm-hmm. and they're asking you to admit to like something like when was the first time you like they'll say something like clearly like a bro. But they're like, like, when was the first time you had a, a homosexual impulse? And maybe you've never had a homosexual impulse, but they're like, now you're like searching your brain. Like you're intimidated. You got like all these like dudes around you. And they're like, when, when do you have a home? Like, well, now, now you're like making shit up basically. You know what I mean? You're kind of like, you know, you're, you're, you're just running with it because you're intimidated by the whole thing. Right. Um, and you want to be a member of the group anyways. Anyways. So, so we're kind of yeah, off we're on tangent, a spot. We're, we're, we're off in the weeds, but anyways. Um, but the whole point is the cult is based on like taking your weaknesses and exposing those right up front. And then That's once those are strategy, exposed, the actual cult, can I ask you a question and tell you maybe what I sure. think? So Scientology is a religion, a pseudo religion that sure. essentially you, the belief is that there is a basically coming back to. Yes. I didn't get into that, but yes, they do have some crazy, crazy, crazy beliefs from their past, which are just as crazy as like yes. Christianity's beliefs. But yeah, yes. it's all sorts of nonsense, magic stuff. Yes. Uh, except with sci-fi type. I see. And on top, like, so there's, a, there's a, a alien person named Zanu or Zenu. Zenu. That X-E-N-U. is going to come yeah. back and throw the whole world into a volcano or something along those lines. And, but you're, as the regular people, you're trying to ascend 
the the levels of power to be able to do there are there are levels yes. so there are levels like it, it has a very uh, a corporate structure yeah, where there's someone at the very yeah hierarchy was this someone at the very top who has achieved you know they've i mean it, it's all kind of bullshit essentially so once you're at the <laughs> very is. top that's I, enough of i mean they, get it <laughs> so 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 once you're at the birthday, I just realized, by the way, in my little research here, I realized Joaquin Phoenix and I have the same exact birthday. So, but um, you were obsessed anyway. with things that line up with your birthday. I know it's weird. I know we're both Scorpios. It is what it is. I don't know. You and I are both Scorpios. I don't even believe in astrology, but it is what it is. Oh. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, October 28th. He's seven years older than me. Anyways. So like, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so Scientology has this hierarchy yeah. and you reach the different levels of hierarchy essentially by... Well, there are What's the, okay, legit... let me back up. What's the way that, that they kind of like say you earn it? But I know that's not true. So there are legitimate ways of doing it. And what does that look where, like? Well, so the legitimate ways of doing it are you sit in front of your auditor, as it were. An auditor is a certain title where they're basically auditing you and your personality and your entire to basically psyche. see if you're ready to ascend to the See if you're ready to ascend. But essentially, somebody who has enough money is... Ascends a lot quicker, yes. which is why Tom Cruise, John Travolta, those guys are way up there. So what? Um, right, what is the advance? What's like? What's the? Why would you want to? Well, that's a good question. So, so basically, the, the levels of like, what does it do for you? Well, you get more benefits essentially. I mean, John Travolta, just as an example. So he he's a longtime member, and I believe he's still a member, to be very honest. Um, so he credited a lot of his success. So John Travolta, you guys know. If you guys know, um, earned his success in the mid '70s, I want to say, with just sitcoms, and then eventually got into movies and stuff like that. Yeah, um, you know, Saturday Night Fever, all that stuff. But he credited his success with being a member of Scientology. He was a member then. But he was a member then. Yes, Scientology's yeah. been around for a while. Well, 1952 is when L. Ron Hubbard basically started it as like a. How in the fucking world? Okay, so like, hmm. when a thing is new like that. I don't understand how someone starts being so crazy as a lizard dinosaur. Right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I get Christianity because, like, your parents did it, so you were started at a young age. And it's established, and it's been around That's for, I mean, quote, right. 2,000 so like, years. All you yeah. need to have is your parents telling you it's true, and you're like, okay, you're more you're more possible. But, like, someone comes, hey, there's an alien dinosaur lizard man with volcano powers or whatever the fuck his story is. Yeah. How does anyone be like, oh, that's not crazy? Yeah. What I find Scientology, in my research that I did for this episode, what I find Scientology is doing is it's taking um, very recent, very current um, belief systems and sciences, and it sort of turns them on end. So so psychology oh as a God. science is is very recent, actually. So um, it, like, psychology... it, it twists it and makes a pseudoscience out of it. Correct, okay. yes. And so... Uh, so, and the one that they like to turn on end mostly is psychology. Um, they 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 eschew psychology the most, um, even though they're essentially using it as a way to recruit people. Yeah. Um, if you watch the auditing um, process, which is where a person who's been in Scientology for a while is auditing is is question. Um, is interviewing a person who wants to be involved with it or is at least interested into it. Um, it's very, um, it's like trying to get a job to be very honest. It's, uh, it's very, but except it's more personal. Right, um, yeah. it just gets, it gets very, very, very involved. Who's the leader of science? Well, L. Ron Hubbard is the founder. Yeah. Um, the, the, the leader, 
the leader, wow, is uh, that's sort of tough because they sort of all sort of worship L. Ron Hubbard, even at their, all of their meetings, which are huge, by the way. Yeah. I think people don't realize how big, well, not to go off on a side note, but Scientology is huge. Like it's on a lot of different continents. Um, it's yeah. Well, I mean, I, I knew it was Mr. Miscavige, but there's it, it's David Miscavige is essentially the leader currently. But th- the point I was trying to get to is he sort of usurped that power. What do you um, mean? Well, so L. Ron Hubbard had to die, but L. Ron Hubbard didn't necessarily didn't necessarily say I want to pass my power, my my leadership of Scientology power onto this person. He said he just sort of died and didn't necessarily say anything at all. And so David Miscavige sort of just jumped into it. He would just he was a member since childhood and said, well, I'll just uh, you know, he sort of worked his way up, which is admirable, I guess. But but now you, he's running it in kind of a shitty way, right? Like he's the reason. A there's lot of- a lot of there's a ton of allegations against him, against, you know, things that he's done. Um, there are people who have come out and said, I've I've been at. I've been beaten by David Miscavige. Um, I've been like physically assaulted, like by him himself. Like not like he had some goons come in and beat somebody. Like he had, he, he was literally the person beating them himself. Like yeah. David Miscavige. This, and like, there's been inter- his wife is dead. David Miscavige's wife. Yeah. Like they haven't, no, they haven't seen his wife. And in- I don't know about that. I know his father has come out and said, um, and said, listen, uh, this is a cult straight up. Yeah. Like his father was involved in it first. Um, and so, and David Miscavige, that's how he sort of got involved in it as a child. Really? Um, so, yeah. He, he started out in it very, very young. And, and that's actually what a lot of their, um, a lot of their thing is. So there's the Sea Org, the Sea Organization, which is where it's sort of like the, uh, where the interns of, of, of Scientology start. They start on these ships out in the ocean and they're made to do sort of hard labor and uh, then they sort of work their way into Scientology type of a thing. Okay. But man, oh man, it's uh, when you start digging into it, there's so much stuff, so much. There's a lot to tackle with Scientology. Um, there, it it is a cult in the sense that hmm, it's a religion in the sense that a lot of people that there is a lot of people buying into it. As in, it is spread across a lot of continents. There are a lot of locations. Matter of fact, I just I googled it before i we started the podcast and there's literally a, a church 10 minutes away from me don't go to it i will not go to okay. it but i would just I'll like you to just try but <laughs> but i should but i thought about i was like maybe i should just like attend a meeting just to be like you know if i could have some sort of research for this thing you'd be on a list but uh, the, yeah but the address had like a uh 2a so i was like oh is this somebody's apartment? like what the fuck is this you know what i mean yeah. um but it's literally like nine ten minutes away from me so they have like in every major city, like you go to LA, I don't know if Clearwater, Florida counts as a major city, but that's like their flagship. But LA, like um, I'm sure San Francisco has something. New York probably has some sort of building there um, yep. and they would probably call them churches, but they are basically the um, sort of headquarters of Scientology. Mm-hmm. And, um, but there are smaller um, meeting areas that pop up in smaller cities like mine, like Santa Rosa, where people can just meet. And it's funny. What's funny about it is um, I was looking at the reviews of it because Google obviously provides reviews. <laughs> um, not only is it nine, 10 minutes away from me, yep. um, but there were three reviews <laughs> um, that Google provides. And um, so two out of three of them are, are bad. 
So the first one says, great people work at this mission. Okay, that's nice to hear. That's very, a little vague and not too wordy, but whatever. It's, it's, uh, it sounds positive, right? The second, one, the second one says, exists to get money selling courses. Okay, sounds like they're money grubbing. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what religion, what corporation? Sure, yeah, okay. you know, I mean, it's a, it's a slight, but eh, minor. Yeah. Third one says, I never heard from her again and her cell number had been Jesus Christ! What? I never heard from her again and her cell number has been disconnected. <laughs> That's yeah, but... all it said. That's all it said. There's no other review there. Oh and this my is just God. This is this is just from this is just a review of the location that is literally 10 minutes down the road from me. Which I was a little like it sort of worried me because I was like, wow, there's really a Scientology church, and I'm I'm putting up air quotes, a yeah. church. 10 minutes down the road from me like this is how close they are this is how this is how big they are they're huge i didn't realize oh they're called mission how big they were scientology mission they're called mission i mean a mission church i mean it, I know, it's kind of all what, the same so there's point, a mission right? of okay there's one in ocala so there's one 35 minutes yeah which doesn't surprise me yeah because you'd want to put one within a driving distance of a college town right so ocala is what 10 15 minutes from gainesville which is a college town. you know that makes sense to me but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to dig into, dig into with Scientology. Like, you could go into L. Ron Hubbard's personal past where he's, like, he beating his wife. He was a science fiction author, right? He was a science fiction author, but he was also very into psychology. Um, and so, oh. and yeah, so that's his thing. And, um, so he, he knew psychology inside and out, but cre sort of created Scientology and then sort of was like, uh, psychology is bullshit. I'm not even going to listen to any of that stuff. And it's like, well you know you studied all of it why why are you just like you know tossing it aside and it's that's it's sort of a way of like you know if you study something in depth and then you say it's all bullshit people are like well you must know you must know what you're talking about type of a thing you know what i mean yeah but i mean you know go ahead John. Yeah, this is a side note that um i'm gonna so i up to this point and after just looking it up right now i don't know how i didn't know this but l ron hubbard hubbard for whatever reason, like I never thought his name was spelled like that. I always thought, L? yeah, I L always thought it was like initial. I thought Elrond, his name like was like Elf was named as Elrond, like Elrond <laughs> Hubbard. No, his, his name is Lafayette Ronald Hubbard. <laughs> it's true. Justin nailed it. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, isn't Elrond the place in fucking Lord of the Rings? Elrond is the the head elf. It's the fucking elf You're place. God damn it! Yeah, the guy yeah. that Agent Smith plays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Damn it! That sounds so much better. That's a real name, Ron. I'm sure. But Lafayette, your, Ron, get your Lord of the Rings knowledge together, Adam. Yeah, for Christ's yeah, sake! Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's it's anything. Forge your sword of knowledge, friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has from my shards, axe. from the shards so. of Narsil. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're saying. What you're saying. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I mean, the reason there's plenty of reasons people don't um, believe. It, because it's like his job was science fiction writer. The stuff he said was, I'm, I'm in it to make money. And the stuff that he wrote was like terrible science fiction, like not even good science fiction. No, not good. And like he also wrote Dianetics. Yeah. Yes. And yes. I think that's what led Scientology to be, or maybe that was the beliefs well, of Scientology in a book. Dianetics is like their Bible to be very honest. Yeah, so, and, and so in doing, in doing my research, I have Scientology, Scientology.org, right? So can you say that when again? You, I'm sorry. Scientology.org. No, no, no. Why are the you whole statement you said. You oh, you oh so, so, so what I was saying is in doing my research, I felt necessary to go 
to like the main hub, Scientology.org. Um, so, and, and what I realized is I, I can see how, so they have all this sort of vague descriptions and vague, like spiritual things that they sort of put on their thing, on their site. And it all, it all sounds like new age advice, like Oprah Winfrey type stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I can see how somebody would just be like, this sounds pretty interesting. This sounds like something like, you know, it, 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 to go back to, to Adam's cult, um, somebody who has been marginalized, somebody who has not grown up in the best circumstances is like, well, shit, this sounds interesting to me. Like, why wouldn't I want to get involved in something like this? This sounds like something where, you know, there's all these successful, happy people, you know what I mean? And they're just, uh, they, they're sort of uh, feeling, what's the word, realized, you know what I mean? They, they sort of feel noticed and they sort of feel, you That's know, like commonality they're in all most, cults. In most probably. Sure. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, and that that's where they get their power is like, you know, you know, these people who have just were born into bad circumstances and they're like, well, uh, this looks interesting. This is a group of people who are just like me and they 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 feel realized they feel um, they feel noticed. They feel important. They feel um, they're happy. I mean, honestly, uh, it's tough to when you watch like the pr- sort of propaganda videos that Scientology puts out. All the people are like they seem happy. They could just be actors, of course. But either way, you know, well, if you're an actor. Well, Tom Cruise mm-hmm. is an actor. Um, but like even like the the you know you watch some of their science the, the videos on their website. Um, the people who are you, who you don't recognize, they're not famous actors. You're like, wow, these people look happy and realize, and they feel like they have a purpose, and they feel like their life has meaning to it. I mean, that is essentially what a cult is, right? Like it's just taking the weaknesses of any human and saying, well, these are, these are normal. Um, it's normal to feel this way. It's normal to feel victimized. It's normal to feel marginalized. It's normal to feel like you don't have purpose or meaning. Um, but we'll give you that if you join this group type of a thing. And it's, it's kind of, it's, it's a little diabolical, but at the same time, I can see, I can see why somebody would fall for it. It's you know I mean, what it is though. I think it's 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 fine. Like because I mean, plenty of groups open up their arms wide open to uh, people that are feeling rejected by other avenues of society. The problem yeah. is cults tend to be predatory. They're taking advantage of these mm. people, and that's the problem mm-hmm. that with Scientology is the same thing. That viewed as this predatory um, is lying to people in exchange for money. It and, is and abusing yeah. people. I mean, the allegations are it's abusing people. Mm-hmm. in exchange for money and has like the blackmail on them and it just has this stranglehold on these powerful people rich people really mm. you know that's why people have such disdain like it's clearly to most people it's clearly bullshit and it's weird that such influential people have fallen under it tom cruise stuff like that uh on top of that uh you know like david miscavige saying that wrong miscavige miscavige yeah um, he was like, do you mind if I talk about him a little bit? Because I know a little bit about no, him. No, go ahead, okay. please. Yeah. He he was like, um, he was like doing the filming of Scientology videos for, with L. Ron Hubbard. He was, yeah. yeah. So that's so he he, he he like ascended within Sea Org, which is the organization he, that controls he grew the up at, Scientology. He grew up, yeah, he grew up as a kid on the set of like. So he was so when when L. Ron Hubbard had the Sea Org, which is the ships going out. Um, into the into the sea to to spread the word um he was on there like literally he was on like the film crew yeah david miscavige so was, yeah. as an adult he continued to be uh towards the end of L. ron hubbard's life and um he like was just he maneuvered his way to the top of it 
He was ruthless. He was. When like, I he, found he, out, yeah. he actually convinced L. Ron Hubbard's wife to like resign her position. Yes. Like a bunch correct. of stuff. Um, and he's right. He's abusing people. He's been yeah. accused of like his wife has not been seen in public since. There are rumors about her and that she's in hiding. Um, I, I don't want to say she's, she's dead. Uh, well, see, I, I, I didn't want to say that because from what I, from my research, I didn't see that there's, I, I think she's staying silent. So in 2013, my, this my is, personal opinion is that she's staying silent, but go ahead. So this is something I read the two, in 2013, yeah. in August of five years, uh, mm-hmm. the Los Angeles police department confirmed they located and spoke with Miss Cavage, the wife, uh, following a missing filed by Lee. Oh, Leah Rem- Oh, the, the actress who basically yeah, had, the, yeah. she's a former Scientology member from, from, from childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And she was raised in it. And basically she, it, it brought her to fame. Um, on uh, King of Queens. Yeah. 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 But then she eventually came out and spoke against it. Yeah. 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 So uh, I'm sorry. So so you're saying David Miscavige's wife has been located as of uh, five to six years ago? They said the, the Los Angeles Police Department didn't spoke with the wife. And this was in 2013. 13. But no one has okay. really seen her. 2007. See, that's interesting. I mean, so and like, that's some like, that's some like mafia stuff. You know what I mean? Well, right. Like maybe she became unmanageable and what is now not allowed. Like that's the theory I think is that she's become. Or maybe she was, she's been paid off and, and been told to stay silent type of a thing. I think she's being kept as a prisoner. Oh, wow. That's what that's, I think. Uh, that's what many people think. It's not impossible because there are rumors amongst, you know, people who are former members of Scientology that there are prisoners amongst the group. Um, yeah. I mean, if you had enough money, you could pay your way out of being a prisoner. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but I think um, that she's worried that, like, that's the kind of thing that people worry about in cults, like in abusive relationships. Which cults are kind of like grand scale abusive relationships. They are. I don't know. And if you watch the documentaries about Scientology, find that there are. Well, I mean, uh, if you believe the documentaries that you're watching, uh, and if you're open minded to them, there are Scientology has their own sort of thugs, as it were, that go out and take people who who speak out against Scientology and follow them. And show up at their house and just do basic things that aren't illegal, um, but they're sort of like pestering type of a thing, just to sort of make your life uncomfortable. Um, yeah. So if you speak out against them, you're not necessarily going to go to jail. You're not going to get murdered, but your 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 life's not going to be as great as it once was. Um, David Miscavige, um, his father, um, has was on uh, a Joe Rogan podcast episode. Actually, it was very short, and I was kind of disappointed that it was so short. Really? Um, yeah, and he's, he's not a very good. Alive. The father's still alive, and David Miscavige's father—I um, can't remember his name, his first name—but uh, he—it's not a very good interview, to be very honest. Um, I don't know if that's Joe Rogan's fault or if it's David Miscavige's father's fault. Um, but he—he's—he um, he, basically says he says I, I love my son to this day, but he is a member of a cult, and oh, yeah. he is the leader of a cult, and he has been sucked into it, and that is that. And, uh, yeah, you sucked into it because you stupid idiots were. Well, yeah, and he was a part of it too. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, so people fell for it, and then were like, well, "Wait a minute, this is." And, and the smarter ones got out of it. And this is like in the span of you figure, 1952 was what 67 years ago. Yeah. So the the smarter people have gotten out of it, and there are still um um there are still people that are still in it. I mean, there are, are new uh, new churches opening up in uh, continents. Uh, everywhere you know what i mean so i mean and like i said there's well, a church 10 minutes away from me people so. like tom cruise being a huge international celebrity and having people 
you know, it just, it, it brings fame to this. And gives it does, it credibility for sure. And it's, it's, I wish people like that weren't involved. Nonsense. And it's a shame because, I mean, if we're all being objective, I mean, you know, not to get comedic about it, but Tom Cruise is a legit actor. If you ever watch him act, he's actually a pretty damn okay. good actor. That, but I, I mean, I'm just saying. You said that a number of times. Why does that matter? Well, because, well, um, I feel like people would discredit it more if Tom Cruise was a bad actor. So they would say the only reason he's famous and is making a lot of money and gets all these different movies is because he's a member of Scientology. I don't think that's what anyone's saying. I think that the negative view of Scientology is that they're taking advantage of people and Tom Cruise is helping them do it. Not that Tom Cruise is who he is because of Scientology. That view is not impossible. Um, but I feel, well, maybe it's but just because I don't, I, I don't I'm, even care about getting where he's at because of Scientology. That part doesn't matter. Yeah. The point is well, Scientology is taking advantage of people and Tom Cruise is enabling because he's spread, helping them spread the word. My thing is, I wonder if he's aware that he's enabling that whole process. He would have to be a complete dolt to not rewind. You think so? Really? The whole world knows that. The whole world is like, why is Tom Cruise doing this? What is wrong with Tom Cruise that he's doing this? Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder. I just wonder sometimes if he got sucked into something and he's just sort of bought into it wholesale and is sort of um, like, well, okay, this is a good thing, and, and people who are victims of it are all uh, are all just bad mouthing it for their own for their own purposes. Um, it's helped me to become a you know basically a millionaire actor, you know. Um, and if everybody else bought into it, they could be as as happy as I am, type of a thing. I mean, I don't know. Right, but I mean, it seems weird that in order to keep people in the religion there's all these allegations the dude uh beating people abusing people keeping people prisoner the head guy david miscavige yeah. and it's not like he's yeah. the one doing it but he's part participating and he's ordering it and well you know, oddly enough there are allegations of him actually being right, there and, right you were saying that but i'm saying just, but the point which is, is which is kind of crazy actually yeah what fucking religion regardless of what it is should be allowed to do that and i grant oh, another allegations none. but i mean where there's smoke there's fire something's going on yeah for and sure it's falling on tom cruise's head a little bit not denouncing yeah. it yeah i mean it would be it would be nice to see him denounce it like now like immediately you know what but i mean tom, like to but say, tom cruise didn't become the famous actor he is because of this thing well he would say that he did okay yeah That's okay sure but like yeah. people john travolta win. said that it's due to scientology that he became what he is sure but like sports people yeah. that like win the super bowl think jesus so they do, yeah. Which I mean, that and Jesus that can, didn't. I don't think Jesus helped them win the Super Bowl either. But that sort of brings us to the the conclusion of this whole podcast episode, which is like, you know, what's what's the difference between a cult and a religion? Um, if you think Tom Cruise, you know, I think. well, I guess, but I mean, what scale are you looking for? Like know. Tom Cruise thinks can thank Scientology for his success. Um, a guy who catches a touchdown and the, the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl can thank Jesus for our success. Scientology has been around for 67 years. Christianity has been around for 2000 plus years. So is it, a, is it like a length of time that matters at that point? Or? Yeah, I think it's the problem with it. So the thing, I, the cult, I think cults just have like in a, the, the def, the definition of a cult is that it's this small thing rallied around a single central figure. But right. the size isn't really what's it's that they have this shared belief around a central figure. And that's but they're also generally taking advantage of their men or delusion, deluding their members, which religion does, too. Um, 
but it's usually seen as like a negative by most people who aren't. Whereas in religion, mm-hmm. most people don't see religion as like a negative thing. It's Unless you're an altar boy. Sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but you, but you don't yeah. understand what I'm saying, right? Like, I like I, do. Well, I don't necessarily agree with Christianity and I wish they would keep it to themselves, but I don't see the people that are joining it. Like they're not really being taken advantage of unless there's some cases where they are, but in general, like yeah. Christianity's not really taking advantage of people. My parents aren't really being taken advantage of, you know, because they follow probably not. Religion. But yeah, I think the idea not. in Church of Scientology is they are taking advantage of and using blackmail tactics to keep you keeping getting taken advantage of, and that's why they You think mm-hmm. Scientology lasts um within the next say 20 to 50 years I mean, that's I a weird would, number but yeah I, well that's because that's when david miscavige will. um it's a good question well that's true but so i mean I you can always find somebody to well i mean like you know it would take someone else rising up and having the same charisma and i think i wonder if he's left a gap big thing hmm. like has david he, miscavige has, is in a, is a middle-aged man I, I he's 50 years 50s old. yeah so he's almost 60 so he's still got a, a little okay, while so 20 or 30 years he'll be done like said. gone yeah gone <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um so yeah i i guess yeah i don't know will they will they be around in 50 years i don't know tough to say because there's a lot of documentaries out that just been like that sort of demonize scientology like really bad so it could be one of those things like if Chris, if there were documentaries around when Christianity had started, like would it have lasted up till well, now? Right, and there's like, have you, you know heard I mean? about the um, Nixium? I don't even know how to say it because it's a bunch of damn consonants. It was like a sex cult, and then people from uh, Smallville were like recruiting other people. Oh, to join it. the actress from Smallville. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Like two two yes. actresses from Smallville recruiting like uh, random women to join this like sex cult, basically, and they were getting like um, I don't know what it's called, but they like brand people with like hot metal yeah oh. they were like it was this guy who was like leading this cult and enlightenment or whatever the hell he's talking about um but they were like branding he was like branding women like scarification jesus like i don't know so now yeah. there's like now there's a bunch of all these charges on like one one of the women got up the woman that like i, don't, I didn't watch smallville but if, if you watched it girl played yeah, on the lane she was in mm-hmm. it but then got out and someone else was like literally recruiting women Jeez. what about what about the cult that hillary clinton ran out of that pizza yeah, right. Shit. That non-existent pizza yeah. place. All the, the basement or the non-existent the basement of that place that didn't have a basement. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. do, you, do you mind if I wrap this up, or do you have more yeah. to talk about? That? Wrap it up, boy. All right, cool, man. Uh, so, conclusion. Uh, what did you guys think of cults? Talking about cults? Adam. Uh, I I like the idea of the the link between that and dis- disillusionment and the delusional um, fact that. Even in mine, portrayed in mine and in others as well, where uh, some person appears to be, probably is, but it appears to be delusional to a degree, and then people end up following that person. I think that psychology, sorry, Scientology's peoples, yeah, they don't um, but the psych- yeah, but the <laughs> psychology for what I believe in um, behind it is interesting. The fact that people are willing and able to uh kind of adapt mentally uh over periods of time to the ideas and thoughts and and uh doctrine of of a cult or a religion or whatever i think that's an interesting it is you would bend to that and not yeah like i'm too cynical for that i would never work on me i'd just be like yeah i don't think so yeah i mean maybe that's true for for some people yeah um i feel like my people it's a strength and a weakness to be so mentally and physically like malleable and like adaptable as a human species right it means you can adapt to good things and bad things you can morph into those things i think yeah, so sure. it just depends if you're willing to do that or not to people that I think are it's discerning when it's a good time to that's that's the, the real goal 
Yeah. Right. We, I um, what is it going to do with that? Yeah. We live in the information age. So there's not a lot of secrets anymore. There's not a lot of, um, you know, if you want to expose something, it can easily be exposed. So mm-hmm. cults and religion and things like that will, I think, slowly die out. I don't. I could. I could, you don't think so, really? I, I mean, I mean, here. So take Scientology as an example. Started in 1952. In 67 years, it already has like a ton of documentaries about it that say it is a ridiculous belief it's system. A scam, right? It's a scam, right? To get your money, to get your your, your um, to get your patronage to it. But um, dude- Christianity's been around for two thousand years, but it but it started at a time when you couldn't spread information um, efficiently, yeah, right? Really As the internet, right? So you know you have something that was started in nineteen fifty two, and in thirty to forty it's in a, it's years, in a critical massing. So now it's hard, yeah, hard to. So you know, I mean, and and you know, there's about Christianity when you're finding out about um, you know all of the I'm trying to make this quick. I'm trying to uh, the the the, the the, the molestation charges that are coming out for, for Christianity nowadays. What, you know what happen? I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it for sure happened. Like, there's a lot of uh, priests mm-hmm. and pastors touching boys. And, yeah, but um, uh, there's bad media around it. But I'm going to make it a quick analogy to something else. So I, I think um, some years back when internet and computers and technology started ramping up so much uh, from the in the gaming world, like all of a sudden there were all these board game people, right? And there were all these like old school RPG play, play people that played through the seventies and eighties or whatever too. And then computers and video game systems became so advanced that uh, you started playing games there. And like all these people just dropped off the, of the, the old school pen and paper and or board game uh uh, players, they all went to video games, I'm and video games now have gotten with you on this, but I do not see where this is going. <laughs> so nowadays, right, like video games like are are barely any are barely capped. Like we're getting into VR territory. Like everything looks so realistic, it's unbelievable. Okay. The games are quote unquote so technologically advanced and so good that like you would say, well, no one would ever play a board game again because they're so they're so uh, trivial, they're so childlike, they're so silly, right? They're yeah. so whatever. The games and the computers, yeah, they're theoretically better, but there's a huge resurgence right now in board games and old school pen and paper games because they provide something that video games do not, face which is a di- personal yeah. interaction and different yeah. experience, right? It's yes. a totally different experience that like in the beginning, you wouldn't anticipate those would be the big things that people are looking for. Um, and that's not to say that video games are dying, but there's a, there's a, there's a, it doesn't mean that the board games are dying either. It doesn't mean that pen and paper games are dying either. There's a, a, there's a space for separation. Both. There's space for both, yeah. yeah. So I think religion's in the same way where like there's all this information about it, and yeah, that's true. There's information that can maybe debunk some of the stuff, or whatever, too. But it's not gonna. It's there's not gonna. Always gonna be people looking for exactly. If there's somebody there's, giving it to them. Then that's gonna. That people are gonna rally around those people if they find their audience. Correct, and and everyone's always gonna be looking for a reason for existence and for uh, like something higher or something better or something to believe in, right? So people sense of purpose. People need a sense yeah. of purpose. They need a sense of like, why am I here? What am I doing? And if you just have a bunch of data, it's it's kind of impossible as it stands right now. It's impossible to realize what that is, what that means. It's just a bunch of fucking zeros and ones flying around. That's like, this helps me understand kind of like uh, some things in the world, but it doesn't give me something to believe in. Yeah. So I need to believe in something. So I don't think religion's going anywhere or the idea it. of belief is going anywhere. There's no, no way. Right. And it's, it's like people's lifespan. Like it's too... Uh, people, it's not like if we lived 500 years, like we'd kind of, as a society, learn our lesson. Or, 
yeah. people come up and learn new things they've never experienced anything they fall gullible to these it's going to keep working like, like will christianity christianity last forever probably not but it's lasted a long time so far by adapting and dealing with like what's going on but i i think is religion going to go anywhere no well I mean, but in general yeah, though no. religion will religion really probably not no you guys both think it's not going to go anywhere i mean I, will it, these religion... religions go somewhere Probably. They'll change, but the idea of religion is not going to go extinct. Because no, we, don't, as long as our people, uh, you guys. Unless, okay, so this here's how it would potentially. But even then, if we could, without because like there are climate change deniers now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So even if science is what would you know overrule religion, because religion is trying to explain things science. Can't, yeah. Right. But if we could explain exactly repeatability experiments <laughs> what happens when you die and what happened how the universe get created and all these things with certainty, somebody would still be like. I'm not sure I yeah. agree with that. I mean, that's what happens with anti-vaxxers. Really? That's what you're, happens with... It's you have to prove everything. You have to prove everything. And then or disprove the negative. And some people you, just don't accept it. You guys have heard of the God of the Gaps, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I know the term. That when um, people back in the days couldn't uh, explain certain oh, phenomena, yeah, yeah. So God they would there. say yeah. it was God. Yeah. Okay. And so slowly over time, what science has realized is that when you can't explain something, if you just sort of investigate it you can find a scientific explanation sure. for it even so, with that so the gaps there are less and less gaps over time sure but so but, the question but, becomes but we is, hit, are we all a, the gaps going to be filled eventually yeah i think so enough of the Maybe. gaps where it's i think so too well but, it, John, if that's listen, the case, if, if all the gaps get filled then doesn't religion die no because people will reject i mean just like with vaccines we know vaccines and yeah somebody was like you know what but do they and here's and my flat here's earthers. My, here's my questions based on nothing. Will it become a lesser degree? Sure, but you know, uneducated yeah. people, and not that Christian or religious people are uneducated, but people that reject science tend to be. You know, agreed. Yeah, and uh, it's not like I have faith in science, but it's because I can see it being repeated by multiple people, and I understand the value of, of science being independently of one another means it's probably that's how. It, mm-hmm. You know, that's what like I having faith in science. That's a good way to end a podcast on culture. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, right. The cult of intelligence yeah. or whatever. All right. Yeah, maybe that is a good place to end. The it. cult of science. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, the social media. So we are on Facebook at facebook.com/slash/research-and-destroy-podcast. You can find us at researchanddestroypodcast.com. You can email us if you liked this topic, had something you wanted to add, or wanted to suggest a topic for us to talk about at show at email research the and shit destroy. out of us. Yeah, show at researchanddestroypodcast.com, or you can message us on Facebook, which is probably a better. Um, and you can get all of our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. That's it. And if you like this episode, go to those places and rate us five stars. Thanks. Thanks for listening. You're welcome. It's your story now. You, you, you decide what is right.